wrestling knowledge. Announce table. One hundred thirty. It's episode number of the Spanish Announce Table. Are you serious? Yep, one hundred three zero. Wow. I still yeah. remember eating that cake on episode 101. Yeah. Cake. Yeah. How cool is that? That was cool. You bitches ain't getting no cake. Nope. We got cake. We got cake. Big shout out to Dennis Carlton. Yep, Dennis Carlton. Of the uh, Yes yes Talk. Is that his, that's his name, right? I'm sure. <laughs> Fair enough. That's a good guy. All right. Listen, T-Mac, how was your week? Man, it was fucking great until about 20 minutes ago. Uh, God. What are you talking about? Damn well, it! That seems like it's going great for you, man. What are you talking it about? It still has the potential to be awesome. Yeah. Hey, life's always got potential. But fucking no, man. You, you gonna go into it or are you gonna <laughs> no, do it? Yeah. No, you never know who's listening because right? I could be fucking myself more. Uh-huh. It's just, you know, I had everything planned yeah, out. You did. You can't you gave me a detailed plan. Detailed. You're like, this is gonna happen, this and this, this is gonna this. happen. This might happen or this might happen, but even if this happens and this happens, yep. like you had it mapped out. And then by one swoop one little whoosh, of a profile picture just, on whoop. a social media, whoop. just threw that all yep. in the fucking. Yeah, now it's all like, uh, uh now whoop. and now people uh, are like, who, what? Everyone's when, got a plan until they get punched in the face. Who said that? I don't remember. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. The only fucking smart thing he's ever said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So other than that, how was your week? It's well, been great. Well, yeah. no, it's not. No. Like, okay, I'll tell you this. It's been great in the sense of I've been getting a lot of sleep. Ah, that's good. I'm well rested. Yeah. I've been eating well, except for today I had a cheat meal and you saw that. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've been eating well. My weight's down to the lowest it's ever been, like ever. Since you were young and right, yeah, yeah, young yeah. and virile. Since right. I've been keeping track. Right. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Lowest it's ever been since Since I- you've been on this journey, you've right. dipped down. Yeah, to this low, is right. the lowest I've ever been. I'm six two forty five now or <laughs> I'm I'm seven pounds away from my goal. Right. Uh, nice. So uh, everything like that is going amazing. The only thing that's been a thorn in my side mm-hmm. is the Wednesday before Christmas, I hurt my knee. Yeah. Found out I hurt the IT band, which mm-hmm. stands for? Iliotibial is what I... Yeah. Yes. I hurt the IT yes. band. Had in, that issue before. In my right leg, yeah. and it goes from your hip down to your knee, and I... I've and been, it even like it comes around to the yeah. front of the kneecap. Yeah, yeah the a, kneecap. And that's where I've been having the struggle is behind the knee and then into the kneecap. That's exactly the, what the pain I was feeling when I realized something was wrong. And it, so in my hip. It's been difficult because it's one of those injuries like right now, I feel a million percent. Mm-hmm. If you said train, yeah. I can do it. As soon as we start to train, yeah. I'm fucked. Right. Once and it so, gets swollen and starts moving around, yeah. yeah and it's, so yeah. it's this weird 
give and take where yeah. I've been going to CrossFit, but I haven't been doing any lifts or anything. Mm-hmm. All I've been doing is recovery work. Well, but, and it's hip and knee. Everything you do, every time you walk, yeah. you potentially. And that's the thing is, when, like you said, when you're at rest, mm-hmm. it feels great. And you're like, I don't have a problem. Yeah. But the moment you start doing something, it hurts. And the thing is, you need to rest it off is right. the only way to heal it. So I, I keep thinking, okay, like, for example, I'm last night I was like, I'm going to go to wrestling practice. Mm-hmm. So I went to wrestling practice. Five minutes in, hurt my fucking knee, and I sit out the rest of the practice. Yeah. And so, and then I go to CrossFit. You know, we're doing squats and all the deadlifts and all this shit. And I'm like, well, I can do that. Start to grab it. Fuck, I can't do it. Can't do and it. And so I'm doing accessory work and recovery stuff at CrossFit. I'm watching and trying to learn as much as I can from uh, MMA practice with still the hopes. I'm still on track. Mm-hmm. Haven't had like a sit down with Anthony, but he's kind of said, you're still good. Uh, but a sit down. I'm still on track for end of March, April, depending on when the promoter makes the date. So WrestleMania. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so, oh, my God. How amazing of a weekend would that be? If you go beat somebody's ass. If on Friday night, yeah. I fucking win Just by knockout. Just elbow some guy's teeth out. You can't elbow as an amateur. Okay. But you not on oh, when I knock you this. Can't. Yeah, I knock out <laughs> this guy in two minutes and 15 seconds in the first round. That's literally what always pops in my head. Um but I knock out the guy. Uh-huh. Saturday, I party for the victory. Sunday's WrestleMania. What a great weekend that would, that would be. be. That would be. But so I'm still on track. But it's frustrating because now I haven't broke. Like I haven't. I told you I haven't broke a sweat mm-hmm. in a long time. Yeah. You know what I mean. So it's, I'm frustrated. But life's really good. That's good. Except for that fucking 20 minutes ago profile yeah. picture. No. Cataclysmic. You don't yeah. need to be liking those profile <laughs> pictures. <laughs> Damn it. You don't know, man. Eh, you know. Sometimes, hey, really, those things can work in your favor. You know what? Positive and patient. Positive and patient. Sometimes those things. How can about work you? In your you favor. look skinny. Yeah, I've been working out. Still on the insanity. Yeah. Uh, we started into the weeks where you start doing some two a days. You had an extra video on. You know. Uh, so getting some damn good workouts, man. I mean, I'm sweating my ass off, working out, eating better. What? Some fuck who I do you not some know. Fuck. Yeah, some fuck on here. T Max is his, his whole life unraveling here. <laughs> Damn it! The best laid plans of mice and men. Some fuck on Facebook. Yeah. Some so, Facebook fuck. So this girl posts a picture of me. Yeah. In her in, and her. Right. In her profile picture. Yes. And some fuck. Some fuck. Wrote, "Ah, you and the new BF boyfriend uh-huh. are cute." Two things. One, yes, I am very attractive. <laughs> But two, you don't need to fucking write it. Like, totally understand what you're saying, dude. I understand completely where you're coming yeah, from. Right, yeah. But the fuck, man? The fuck, guy? God. Come on, guy. Nah, man. Hey, man, it might work and out And we're working the same event, so it doesn't help that we're wearing the same fucking t-shirt. Yeah. Yeah, you guys are like a matching. This is a couple picture. Damn it. You know what you need now is like the Christmas tree in the background no! and the dog in a, in a sweater. Oh. <laughs> oh, this ruins everything. Very attractive young lady who I assume is probably a lovely woman. She is nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's others that are nice too. <laughs> you know? God damn it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no. Uh, yeah, the rest of my week's been good. Work's been going well. Been working out, eating. Yeah, your boss loves you. Yeah. 
One of the bosses. One of the bosses yeah. thinks you're awesome. Yep. Said your I'm face great. is now skinny. I can see your yeah, jawbone. Just the face. Yeah, just the face. Just the face. You're like a melting candle right. where it's getting skinny up yeah. top, but like yeah, kinda... maybe that's it. It's just like <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. But eventually, it's eventually it'll all, it'll go, all go away. Yeah, yeah. yeah, good. Just have a really tiny head and a fat yeah. ass. All right, <laughs> let's just get into this week. So we're doing this a little late. Tuesday is when we normally record it. It was ice and snow. Terrible. Team has got like a what a forty minute drive in good weather. Yeah. And so he said, I'm not trying to do I, this. Fuck no. And Wednesday, I couldn't my wife already had plans. She went uh with some old friends at work. They went to a painting and wine class. Go look at that. Oh, yeah. Look at that. And wine and paint. Yeah. So uh so we're doing it tonight. And so with that, there's a lot of news, which is how we always kick off these shows is by giving you the lowdown on the mother loving news. You ready? Yeah. So we should bill this as the return of bum fights? Ooh, what? CM Punk has a tentative Uh, opponent for his UFC debut, according to Dana White, who told TSN that Mickey Gall will earn a chance to fight CM Punk if he can defeat Michael Jackson on a prelims fight on February 6th on Fight Pass. White said CM Punk will be in attendance to watch the fight. Oh, that that has the potential to be really interesting if he can win because you know what they're going to do. He's going to win, and they'll bring Punk in. And they're going to talk shit. And then they'll do a stare down. Yeah. The one thing, though, that will be interesting to see if this goes as planned, we never know. Because in a fight, literally, you never know. You can get knocked out in two seconds. Michael Jackson could easily spin him back, kick this motherfucker's head off. Yeah, easily get a win. A bullshit win, too. A decision. And then does he have a thing to go like, I want to fight CM Punk. Right, exactly. But the interesting part will be to see CM Punk. And I mean by this, we do know the pro wrestler, you know, your arms are too short to box with God, yada, yada, yada. But ever since he joined on with the UFC, he has literally been nothing but pleasant. I mean, right. he said some things with the some people sure. going to be disappointed, yeah, yeah, yeah. but that's just, I mean, just being natural. Well, yeah, that's any alpha male. But he's or, not right. doing any Conor McGregor shit right. no. or, you know saying anything out of line or out of turn. Right. So it'll be interesting to see if he continues with the, you know, this guy is a is a is a good opponent. It'll be good to see what I do. Or if he goes, I'm fucking CM Punk, you know. Yeah. And so smell that, my dick. Right, right. That will be the interesting All part. Right. All right. We'll see. We'll move on. And I got no headline on this one. Iron Mike Sharp died this week. The former WWF superstar who was confined to a wheelchair since 2007 from a back injury was found dead in his apartment in Hamilton, Ontario, Canada at the age of 64 years old. No cause of death had been announced publicly, but it was noted that Sharp had several ongoing health issues. Iron Mike, man. Here's the thing that I remember about him, and this is in no disrespect to him at all, is he just lost a lot. Yeah. He was the king of the jobbers. Right. right. Yeah. And so... Probably the second most known jobber... To Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could argue Gilberg, maybe, but okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm thinking totally or, different era. Or but. Barry Horowitz. Barry Horowitz. Yeah, 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 yeah. Who would be your top three to five? Well, it's it's got to be the Brawler. Okay. Everybody knows the Brawler. Uh-huh. Iron Mike Sharp was a big name. Uh, but man, yeah. Man, uh, Barry Horowitz. I do remember that a lot. I remember Barry Horowitz... And then in WCW, I remember Armstrong, Bullet Bob, yes. or not Bullet Bob Armstrong, but uh, Bullet. Uh, it was a. Uh, was it Mike? No. No. The, the Armstrong. Though. Scott. Scott Armstrong. Yeah. Uh, I remember him, mm-hmm. and then I remember Barry Horowitz. 
Yeah, he did the uh, the, the pat, pat on yeah, the yeah, back. Yeah. And then I remember Iron Mike. Yeah. And then Brooklyn Brawler. Right. With Brooklyn Brawler, like he was the only one that I felt like in, like endorsed it or like you're like yes. Yeah. 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 You know, he's like yes, I am the loser. Right. You know, well, like and he just like I mean the torn shirt. Right. Just, yeah. It's the Brooklyn Brawler. Yeah. Like yeah. 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 And then one that kind of t- well he turned into something way more. But as a kid during that kind of time. Another jobber that I remember, uh, one, two, three, kid. It wasn't until right. he beat Razor Ramon. Yeah, yeah. Well, he see, and so he had a successful career. But you thought this guy's a job. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. Well, yeah. Sad to see another guy go early. I mean, it's sixty-four. You know? Well, and here's the thing: outside of just pro wrestling, every fucking person's dying. Yeah. David Everybody. Bowie, Lenny, yeah. the guy from the Eagles. Yeah. Now, I, I mean. Uh, Natalie or Natalie yeah, Nat Cole. Cole. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, everybody's everyone's fucking dying. Twenty sixteen. Don't die. Twenty sixteen, you're a pro wrestling and you're in a fucking grave. <laughs> yeah, jeez. All right, we'll move on. Nothing for Solomon Crow? No. NXT revealed their yearly award winners this week, Enzo and Cass, one tag team of the year, which we talked about. NXT Takeover Brooklyn was takeover of the year. Uh Bailey was the female competitor of the year. Bailey and Sasha had the match of the year at NXT TakeOver Brooklyn, and Finn Balor won male competitor of the year and overall competitor of the year. The only thing that surprised me was the tag team. Yeah. Because. I, I It doesn't surprise me in that, yes, they should have won that, of course. Right, but honestly, they didn't do anything. No. I mean, what yeah. did they do? I don't know. They, they this wasn't matches, the, yeah. But the, this wasn't the year they added Car- Carmella. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it wasn't the year they Finally put everything together. Yeah. They've been running this they just, stick. They're just the same thing. Yeah. I would have not had them win. Like, if I was voting just mm-hmm. on this year. Now, I think they're the best tag team. Yeah, absolutely. But this year, I would have chose the VOD villains. Mm-hmm. I thought they were the best team from January to December. That's just my opinion. Nice. They okay. won the title at Brooklyn. Yeah. They had a good feud with uh, – uh, Murphy, yeah, Blake, Blake and Murphy. Murphy. Mm-hmm. They had a good feud um, post title run with uh, oh the the good wrestlers. Fucking uh, Will, uh, the, what the fucking towel? What's their name? Oh Re- uh, yeah yeah. Uh, Jason uh, Jordan and, and and Gable. Yeah, G- Gable and Jordan. Jesus. Yeah yeah. yeah. I was think I'm too distracted yeah, for this yeah, fucking shit yeah, over here, man. Yeah. But so I would have. They had a good matches with them, so I would have picked them. Because yeah. they did the most. Yeah, they were amazing this yeah, year, too. Yeah. yeah. All right, well, we'll move on. I like that they're doing this, though. And then, but then everything else is. Yeah. yeah. Is any wrestler not mentally damaged? Mm-mm. The trial of Jimmy Snooker for the 1983 death of his then girlfriend, Nancy Argentino, has oh, been delayed man. pending the results of a mental health evaluation for Snooker as ordered by the judge. Lawyers for Snooker have claimed that Snooker is not mentally fit to stand trial. The competency hearing will take place on March 18th. Yeah, that sounds you, like that's because I mean, when we saw him at like uh, ceremonies and stuff recently, he looked like he was not aware of everything. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or it could be say, "Hey, look like you're not aware of shit. You're yeah. about to go." Oh yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Any day they could come back. Right, yeah, so, yeah, okay, yeah, I'm crazy, man. I'm crazy. Whoa, 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 what are you whoa, Gary Busey. <laughs> yeah. Gary Busey. I think he's faking that shit. Gary Busey. I totally think he's fake. I think. Uh, it may at least be kind of a pro wrestler mentality where it's turned up to 11 yeah. and he's on screen. Right. Yeah. Yeah. 
But I think he is kind of nuts. Oh, yeah, I think he's a borderline weird. A lot of celebrities are. I think when you're at that level and you've got everybody in the world blowing smoke up your ass, you kind of don't ever have to come down to reality. Well, and if you're successful and provide us with entertainment, no one questions you. You're right. Exactly. That's what Tom I'm Brady? It's a bunch of yes men. But Tom Brady? Yeah. Did you read the thing on ESPN, what they did about him? Huh. He doesn't believe in Western medicine. Like ibuprofen, all that shit. That is really? not him. Yeah. He doesn't do it. He doesn't believe in it. He thinks it's fucking foreign. Like, he thinks going to a doctor and taking, like, medicine, you know, medication is just, fuck you, oh, you're okay. stupid. Right, yeah, because science but, sucks, I guess. But. Yeah, because science sucks. But yeah. guess what? He throws a football. Yeah. And so we just say, yeah. He throws a football good. Uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that's the only difference. Yeah, but, all right. But back to this, uh, man, he did it. Uh, yeah, I mean, like, it feels like he did yeah, it, right? he did it. I don't know. All right, we'll move on. Allegedly. Allegedly. My money would have been on the core. The core? Are you talking about the fucking, like, <laughs> break off of Nexus? WWE.com posted a poll asking fans which WWE stable they would most like to be a part of. As of Saturday, January 16th, with 4,281 votes cast, the results were, number one? So the... The, the, the stable you would most like to be a part of. And now they have current oh, stables um, teams. Number one. I bet it'll surprise you. Not the social outcast. The authority. Ew. With 23%. Number two? Uh, number two, League of Nations. The Wyatt family with 19%. Oh, yeah, duh. That should have been. Number up. three. League of Nations. The social outcasts with 17%. Next no. is Next is the New Day with 16%. Yeah, hold on. Yeah. That should have been one. Uh-huh. Team Bella with 14%. Mm-hmm. Team Bad with 7%, mm-hmm. and then the League of Nations with 5%. Coming up behind Team Bad. Which, hold That's on. That's you know you suck. No, or, or. <laughs> or they're doing their job really They're well. doing their fucking they job. Are. Hey, they are. They're yeah. great heels. They're great heels yeah. for being not cool. Does right. that make sense? Yes. Like Where you really want to boo them. Yeah, you're like, fuck. You're supposed to boo these guys? Yeah, like. God. I like the heels, but I want to boo these guys. Yeah, you're like, damn it. Fucking Wade Barrett, seriously. Fucking Wade Barrett. And Alberto Del Rio yeah. and Sheamus. Yeah. The only one that I ever feel like I want to cheer for is Rusev. Rusev. And yeah. then he doesn't bring Lana, and so you're like, damn oh, it. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> like getting half a stick but of gum. authority. Gum. That one surprised me. Well, just because, yeah, you know, yeah. the Jets yeah. and blah, 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 blah. Couldn't come fast enough. I've got that before. Kurt Angle will have his last <laughs> TNA match on January 31st during TNA's next UK tour, according to TNA president Dixie Carter via Twitter this week. He's going to die in the ring. Angle will wrestle Bobby Lashley at the Barclay Card Arena in Birmingham. Final match? I feel like that's very fitting for him mm-hmm. to end with a true wrestler. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Like yep. That's a fitting end. Now, as far as like TNA storyline, you would hope – if it was perfect world for TNA, that his last TNA match would be Samoa Joe. Yeah, but that, that would ain't. be. Yeah, I know, but that would be perfect world for them. Now TNA and WWE have worked deals like that before. Yeah, but they ain't gonna work that one. Yeah. Joe's still too valuable. Yeah, now he he's just, too big in NXT. Yeah, now he's yeah. too big. If he was in that floating around, if it was right before he came in and he was right, still doing that, yeah. Yeah, but Lashley makes sense. I like it, and it's it's someone where. They're going to put on a good match. And if either guy wins or loses, it's okay because they're both kind of floating around. Right. Like if Kurt Angle wrestles EC3 and EC3 just lays down, well, fuck, you can't build off of that. 
Well, with Lashley, he's kind of just, hey, I'm well, just they here. they may be making EC3 face. You I that? Uh, yeah. saw it. So, I yeah. saw it. Yeah. I watched that end. I haven't watched the end yet. I did. But I started watching the show Impact. and I saw the spoilers. I saw the end of yeah. Impact. How's Matt Hardy as the heel? Just like Matt Hardy, the fucking yeah. person. He's I get it. I mean, I get it. You've got a big name, and you're hoping to catch people as they're flipping through. Look, I get Matt, it. But. Matt Hardy is the equivalent of the $10 shoes at Walmart. You know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like, yeah. they're He's fucking the shoes. the starter shoes. Yeah. Like, those, those shoes will last you a great month. Yeah, those you know? will yeah. last you a great month. You know, they're comfortable. And they're $10. Bucks. They're $10. Right. But you're not going to fucking tell anyone that you got the $10 right. starters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you're going to wear wide-legged pants exactly. so it hides the starter logo. Yeah. But, you know, it's Matt Hardy for you. Matt Hardy is a set of starter shoes. All right. <laughs> that should be the title of the show. He's a wrestler. He lies for a living. The way you said that almost made me think Eddie Guerrero, but I don't know. Hulk Hogan's lawsuit against Gawker Media will continue after Judge Pamela Campbell denied a motion by the company's lawyers to dismiss the case based on the, <clears throat> excuse me, based on the claim that Hogan lied during his deposition. The trial is set to start March 7th. Judge Campbell recommended both sides go back to mediation after they get a chance to review all five tapes. Campbell said, quote, I'm not going to require it, but I think you'll see why. Ooh. What the fuck does that mean? That keeps, man. <laughs> what does that mean? It keeps getting more interesting and interesting. They need to have, fuck the Hogan Knows Best TV show. Yeah, follow, follow for this, this shit. Hogan's going to make some bank off this. Man. He is. All right. He's going to at least make it. Another three years just off of this case. He's going to so if the, even if they go to mediation, he's asking for a hundred. He's going to get close to fifty, if not fifty. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that'll at least get him to. Is he going to have to give over half of this to Linda? Fuck. What a marriage! It's so fucking stupid. Yeah. All right, move on. Yeah. Mm. Has she ever body slammed anyone? Mm. Fucking idiots. I bet this is one big commercial for DDP yoga. Um, I don't know. The Something resurrection like... of Jake Roberts had a great oh. opening week. The documentary reached number one on the iTunes charts in both the sports and documentary categories this week. You said you got it. I got it, but I literally, because no. of... I'm sure it's good, but I, I feel like we've seen this story played out yeah, on screen a and lot. Yeah, I, I saw the preview before I got it. Doesn't it, make it not a great story. Right, exactly. And I saw the preview before I got it, and I said to myself, okay, most likely nothing new. But with things like this, I always find it interesting or fun, I guess you could say, sure. to learn one tidbit. And this is totally hypothetical, but let's just say we find out Scott Hall, who's in it. Mm -hmm. Scott Hall loves Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, and you're like, whoa! Oh! You know what I mean? Like, that has nothing to do with the overall story, but it's not one tidbit. Side story uh, that I didn't put in here because it's not really a news story. Uh, Scott Hall in an interview said he would love to work full time at NXT training the new guys. I feel like that's got to happen. Like, don't we got to make that happen? Yes, because I sent you a video yeah. <clears throat> where it's Bret Hart. Ruins oh, everything yeah. or cries about everything, yeah. right? Buries the world. Buries the world. Right. That's what it was. Yeah, and and he went full sandy vagina on that shit. Yeah, and that is very true. However, he made one point where I somewhat agreed with him, and that was he said when he went to NXT, his biggest beef was, and I've said this on the show, mm -hmm. so it's one thing me and the Cry Baby have in common, mm -hmm. but he said. These guys can't tell other guys how to get over 
because they never got over. Right. Norman Smiley can't tell you how to be a main eventer because yeah. Norman Smiley yeah. was never a main eventer. Matt Bloom maybe in Japan was a main eventer, but right. we're not in Japan. Exactly. Totally different crowd. Right. Dean Malenko is an amazing pro wrestler, right. but he can't tell you how yeah. to do a promo. But Scott Hall, and just when he was there, that one episode of Breaking Ground, oh was, my God. it was amazing. Like, when he was the UHA Nation, he was like, yeah, but do you really talk like that, though? Exactly. Like, he was like, I mean, really? Like, yeah. He, like, and he wasn't trying to be a dick. He's just like, that's why it's not sounding, because it's right. not you. No one talks like that. Right. And you don't talk like that. And one, that'll keep him on the straight and narrow. Because I've heard him in interviews talk about how he loves doing that with his son, mm -hmm. but he's dad, yeah. so he can't do it until his son comes to him. And he feels like he'd wish his son would ask him more. You right. Know? Mm -hmm. He is yearning. Yep. To go out there and a coach. And he would be one of the best, if, even if only for that kind of thing, personality, character, Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, who, who did it better than Scott Hall? As far as, like, total package, not Lex Luger, total package. Right. I mean, there's not too many not that are better. Many. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. All right, we'll move on. But, yeah, Jake Roberts. <laughs> but, yeah, going back to Jake Roberts, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It'll be interesting. Yeah. And maybe, hey, get him as a trainer yeah, there down you there, yeah. you know? That's an executive I'll never mind watching. Stephanie. Stephanie McMahon made Variety's 30 Digital Entertainment Executives to Watch in 2016 list this week. Variety wrote that McMahon and WWE plan to grow the network, expand internationally to markets like India, China, and South America, and relaunching WWE.com to enhance mobile, video, and social usage. Yeah, I mean, I yeah. agree with all yeah. of that. Yeah, yeah, that's a good idea. But it, it, it's... <laughs> Going back to my Christmas wish list since we're still in January and hopefully mm -hmm. you guys still remember it, um, it's the character thing. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's a heel. I hate him. Yeah. But then this but comes sure out. You keep on it. She's great. Yeah. And that's not from them. Of course. But WWE, who loves to pat themselves yeah. on the back. They'll be like, look. But look. And it's like, no. No. I don't want to look that. Although, so like at your company, right? Mm hmm and big companies you worked for before, mm -hmm. you might hate somebody that's like up there with some power. Yeah. But they get all the, our boss here is doing great things. And you're yeah. like, this motherfucker's a dick. Yeah, exactly. Now, everybody knows he's a dick. Yeah. If they use that, yeah. that's great. But most likely, they're just going to say, yeah. murmur, yeah. And that's uh, where did it's you like, know? Yeah. yeah and that's right. where it's like, yeah, Dolph Ziggler's a <laughs> successful <laughs> comedian. Yeah. Sure. That one joke killed, you know, his career. <laughs> Seriously, there's no statute of limitations on this thing? Hopefully not. What is it? WWE publicly apologized this week for Kurt Angle wiping his nose on the Indian flag in 1998. Get the fuck out of here. WWE posted an apology from their international president, Garrett Meyer, for the incident that was televised in India 18 years ago when a local Hindu group and several local wrestlers planned to protest WWE events in New Delhi if they did not apologize for it. Get the fuck out Meyer of here. Meyer stated that this company did not plan the incident and that India is a reputable country and we apologize for this. Get the fuck out of here. Two things. One. Yes, you did plan that. Kurt Angle doesn't just grab a fucking flag and blow his nose on it for no reason. He might. He might. <laughs> yeah, he uh, might. Yeah. But here's the thing. Most likely he was a heel. But it was part of the gimmick. That's what I'm saying. Most no, no, no. There was a heel uh -huh. who was Indian uh -huh. and he was oh. like talking crap. And he had an Indian flag there, and Kurt Angle picks up and blows his nose in it. Okay, well then, like he, full on. Right. So he's this in is character. Totally part of the gimmick. Okay, so he's in character. 
So that's one. So have perspective, you yep. dumb fucks. And get over your fucking flag. And two, it's a flag. It's yeah. cloth. Right. Really? Yeah. I'm so upset that the cloth was blown on by snot. Boo! Shut the He's fuck up. Indian. So what if he is? And it, yeah. Fuck, fuck you. Who cares? It's a piece of cloth. Like, Jesus. Oh my God, this design and color scheme. Is- yeah, people are always like, uh, well, it's like people here getting pissed off. Oh, they're burning the flag. I'm like, why do you give a shit? Yeah. You're only encouraging them to do it by acting pissed off about it, first of all. Yeah. Why don't you just say they're fucking retarded and go? Just like, who cares? Nationalism. Right. I'm so proud of something I have no control over. <laughs> yeah. Do not disrespect it by blowing your nose in character on cloth. <laughs> fucking idiots. Yeah. <laughs> That's worth 20,000 Skype nudes. Yeah, I'm going to watch this shit. I don't Sonny's care. <laughs> quest to sell her WWE Hall of Fame ring is over, as Steve Hurst, co-chairman of Vivid Entertainment, an adult film production company, offered to pay $100,000 for it. He also wanted Sonny to perform in a 90-minute sex tape, allowing her to pick her partner and location. TMZ reported today that Sonny has agreed to the deal and will perform in Sunny Side Up, In Through the Back Door. Sonny told TMZ that she agreed to an offer much, much higher than the original $100,000. Who the fuck cares? Uh, in the back door, so she's going to do anal. She's going to, yeah. Aww. She's going to do it in the butt. Oh, that poor girl. <laughs> Who do you think she's going to pick? T-Mac. China. Ch- China. <laughs> China, that's what I thought. That would be the perfect part. <laughs> yes! You know they're going to do one. Yeah. You know they're yeah, going to do one. Yeah. It's a uh, it's a shoe in. Mickey James too. All right, we'll move on. Mickey James will be the director. Yeah, I have experience in this, ladies. Let me show you. Great! It's like Arnold Schwarzenegger with tits. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> Former WWE diva Caitlyn announced on Instagram this week that she posed nude for Bodybuilding.com as part of their fourth installment of their Body of Work series. I saw it. Yeah. Did you? Yeah. She's ripped. She's fucking ripped, yeah. God. Yeah, she's fucking ripped. I mean, she is, like, in shape. I think, obviously, when you're off the road, now you have more time to dedicate to fitness, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean, instead of driving to the next town. Yeah. But this is the best she's ever looked. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah, Yeah, she's rocked out. Yeah. Well, well, so her husband's big on this, and they've got a big bodybuilding company, and Mm -hmm. they've got all these products and stuff. If you follow them on Instagram. Yeah, it's everywhere. Yeah, it's everywhere. So- uh, and that body of work series is always awesome if you've ever seen it. Like, uh-huh. yeah, so yeah, I like it. It and, works, yeah. And one thing that I always hate is because I became a fan of fitness in 2015, mm-hmm. more so than any other year. I've always hated the oh she has muscles she looks like a dude. It's like okay, there's a difference between being attractive and having muscles and being China. Right. And she is not fucking no. China. Well, no. she's not fucking China, but I mean she doesn't look like China either. And so it's like she's attractive. You know what I mean? And she looks amazing, and she's in condition that could probably kick your ass. Oh, yeah. So just, oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Destroy my ass. Right. But don't fucking give her shit for just being a physical specimen and you fucking eating donuts in the morning. You know? <laughs> I like donuts. I do, too, but you know what I mean? Dude, it's over. They don't want you anymore. Let me guess. Okay, they don't want you anymore. Kurt Angle. Daniel Bryan has been cleared to return to the wrestling ring this week by a UCLA neurologist, according to the Wrestling Observer. WWE doctors, however, have still not cleared Bryan for an in-ring return we due have to a his rumble. concussion history. We have our rumble picks. 
Mm, oh, we do. Yeah. So this story. Forgot about that. Story might play into that. Uh-oh. 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 Hello. All right. <laughs> How do you say slobber knocker in Japanese? I would say Susami. <laughs> Is that close? I don't. You got something on you? Susami. Jim Ross will return to the commentators table, according to Fox Sports this week, who announced that the WWE Hall of Famer will begin calling matches for New Japan Pro Wrestling on Access TV alongside Josh Barnett, beginning March fourth. Ross said this opportunity was attractive to him for many reasons, chiefly because he can travel to L.A. a few times a year to voice over the calls for several shows at once. Exactly. This is yeah. perfect for him. Yeah. And it's Oklahoma to L.A., so it's not that yeah, far. It's not too big of a deal. Yep. And, and, he, and they've got flights directly from there. Exactly. He said, yep, so. And he's got That some, Oklahoma airport sucks. It's, it's one the of the worst. One. Yeah. It's, it's one terrible. of the worst. Yeah. yeah. Um, And he's got a good gig. I mean, he's doing yeah. something that literally is – he can as do this close, in his sleep. Yeah, as close to second nature as it gets. I'm surprised they even fly him out to L.A. Well, like, why wouldn't they just fly Barnett to his house and set up a studio? Yeah, Barnett would totally like, do it. Just, Josh yeah. Barnett would be like, yeah, I'm down. All right, yeah, yeah. totally, yeah. yeah. I don't know. Josh yeah. Barnett, he's got a fight coming up soon. Mm-hmm. I like him. He's a good dude. $1.15 million in T-Mac. <laughs> yeah, that's what that's right. Uh-huh. <laughs> Total Divas season five premiered on the E Network with 1.15 million viewers, up from the season four premiere of 975,000 viewers. Fucking awesome! The show ranked number nine for the evening on cable. Great. So now we get seven more seasons of yep. this bullshit, and they will be on our screen on Raw. God. Yep. And then I don't know yep. if it's in Tweet the Table. Mm. I'm imagining Katie probably said something, okay. but we'll get into it All hopefully. Right. But I'll get into it right now. The Total Divas is horrible for women's wrestling because, if you noticed, we had Brie Bella yep. with Alicia Fox yeah. take on. The greatest wrestling match of all time. Take on, in a singles match, Natalie. Yeah. Or, or Natalia. Natalia, yeah. With Paige. Paige. Which. Three fucking weeks ago, or maybe yeah. a little longer, but within a calendar yeah, yeah. fucking yeah. month. She beat her up. She said, no, remember when she cut the promo, when Paige went heel, and she said, yeah. and Natty, you're irrelevant. Yeah, yeah. And now you're just best now friends. Now you're just fucking yep. best friends because of total divas? Yeah. Yep. Women's wrestling. Yeah. 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 Fucking great. Yeah. 2016, we're taking them serious. Yeah. Yeah, let's change that belt to women's title now. Year of pro wrestling. Yeah, All year right. of pro wrestling, 2016. All right, final one. So you're saying it's a sport? Um. <laughs> ESPN dove deeper into the professional wrestling world this week as they taped a sports center segment featuring... Roman Reigns. Lucha Underground and some of the company's talent. The segment will air next week, according to Lucha Underground announcer Melissa Santos. I thought it was interesting that The Rock had a comment about Lucha Underground. Yeah. Did you see that? No, I didn't see that. He said it was gritty and unique. It is. and uh, I mean, it is, but yeah. for him to even comment on another company other right. than WWE. Yeah, but Rock can do that. Well, but yeah. you would think he might not want to you know, uh, rock the boat. Man, fuck you know what he's the fucking Rock, man. I know. What the fuck but, you going to do about yeah. it? He does not need WWE's money. He can say, suck my dick. But it's nice. WWE, you could argue he's like, you need me more than I need you. Yeah, right now. That's for sure. So there you go. Second year in a row. Here's my news story that Mm. I just 
remembered. Second year in a row, The Rock was named the number one international actor in the world. God damn. Because remember, uh, 2014, uh-huh. he beat out Robert Downey Jr. Okay. This year, two time. Two time. Two time. Yeah. All right. We're going to take a break. We're going to come back. We're going to do some Tweet the Table, and we'll do some picks. Do. Yeah? Come on. Forgot about them picks. Good call. Yeah. That would have been embarrassing. For you. No, for you. Because you don't want to do these. No, because I would have won by default. Uh, No. (laughs) What? (laughs) Why not? That's the rule. (laughs) That's the rule. If you forget, I win. Fucking rules. Yep. It's it's, it's recorded. No, No, it's it's recorded. Yep, it's recorded. So that's a rule. (laughs) We are going to take a break. We're going to come back, do tweet the tables and some picks. When we return to the Spanish Announce Table, which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And let's go to Finland, because Finland has more heavy metal bands per capita than any other country in the world. Rock on! TrinityTopicsNetwork.com. Are you depressed, lonely, feeling like the world is taking a greasy shit on your face? Well, you're right. Your life sucks. But I'm about to tell you how you can turn all of that around. You can instantly feel better about your life simply by reading Ugly As Hell, an autobiography by Lester Greystone. In Ugly As Hell, not only does Lester Greystone educate you on topics such as hyphenated names, house liquors, the end of the world, how to properly name a band, how chin remotes work, pre-destroyed pants, what it's like to be an actor, binge drinking, quitting your job, and single wide trailers. He also discusses intimate details about his life and childhood that will leave you with no possible way to ever feel bad about your life again. I mean, once you hear how Lester Greystone has lived, you'll feel like a member of the royal family by comparison. So go to Amazon.com and search for Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone and let Lester help you get out of the dumps so he can have more room in there for himself. That's Ugly As Hell by Lester Greystone on Amazon.com. back on the Spanish announce table. It's time to tweet the table, which is a fun interactive segment of the show. Did you tweet the table? Well, you fucking should have. Did you? No, I don't have to. You're right. I read them fucking shits. Tweet the table. You go on your Twitter machine and you use hashtag tweet the table and you tell us your any and every wrestling thought whenever you have it. And we'll read some right here. Everybody gets to hear what you're thinking. Yeah. Everyone. 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 I mean, let's be honest. Everyone listens to this. Everyone does. Everyone does. And it starts with at WIRCATA. Hey, let's first stop. There's yeah. one story that wasn't really a story, but I wanted your opinion. Huh? And, and this can go into next week's Tweet the Table. What the hell with John Cena huh? and his Instagram picture of AJ Styles? Yeah, what is that about? WWE even put it on their website. They were like, yeah, what? Nobody, and then AJ like, Styles. Sometimes doesn't. Yeah, what did he post? I didn't see what AJ he... Styles posted a picture of John Cena, but like the prototype right, yeah. John Cena. Well, because he posted an old photo of, of. I mean, yeah, but it was just, what the fuck with that? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. They're having fun. Yeah. Like everyone in WWE yeah. is. Because they right. just are like. Did you see the interview with him and, and the What Culture guys with uh, AJ Styles? Uh huh. Yeah. And they're like, so if we had an event. And he's on like, the yeah, sure. And he's like, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it, it's one of those rare times where they have the upper hand. Yeah. 
So we know that yeah, they even know. Even though we already know that he's coming, yeah, they still have we different. know that they know, or they know that we know. Uh-huh. And so now they're just fucking yeah, with us. but they know we don't know no, what, uh, where, when, why, right. how. So now it's the John Cena, and then it's uh-huh. Finn Balor, yeah. and then it's, uh, um, uh, oh, what's her name? Oh, fuck. What's her name? Uh, uh, Sasha Banks. Oh. And it says, hey, Nakamura joined the Banks Club. And there's just all this fucking shit. Yeah, they're just getting out And of it, no yeah. one knows what's going on. Yeah. You know? I like it. All right. All right. Canada says, what the hell has Jericho been smoking? Hashtag out of here. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag I smell a heel turn. Oh, nice. At Titan T-Mac. Does anyone know when the Young Bucks are coming back to KC? They are just too sweet. Hashtag tweet the table. Too sweet me, bro. Uh, 100% honest with you. When you said that, I had forgotten that I changed my Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, I wrote that? I was, it must have been higher oh, drunk what? as fuck. But I don't... Are some... No! Yeah, too sweet me, bro. That is. If anyone ever did that. I, I'll tell you a, a story where I felt like a dork, but I did it to see if there was a real wrestling fan wearing this t-shirt so it was the week before her fight megan anderson won her fight in invicta nice very convincing third round tko very fun fight anyhow the week before she goes out to her fight she was training and she wore an nwo shirt okay the classic nwo shirt and i said you know how us wrestling fans go okay bitch what right you know What, what boyfriend did you steal this from? right exactly so I go up to her, and I've told you guys all of this a million times, uh-huh. but I was testing her. Hand gestures are fucking stupid. Yeah. However, I went up to her, and I did the two sweet. Right, right. To see what her reaction uh-huh. would be. And she looked at me. She goes, NWO. And she did it nice. right back. And I was like, yes! Yeah, and then you proposed to her. I would. <laughs> yeah. All right, at Heavy Set 330 said to me, suck what? Where? Well, hashtag dildos for Captain Awesome. Hashtag tweet table. I don't know what this means, but I don't need any dildos. Fine. Don't need them. Yeah, I don't think anyone on this show needs them. I mean, maybe yeah. people listening, but You not. certainly don't need any more. At Katie first. No. <laughs> Lady. Are if, we on the same team here? Are you, Reigns. <laughs> are you John Kerry and you flip-flop if every goddamn time? <laughs> Is not number one, then what's the point? Hashtag tweet table. Very fair point. I thought about that because it can't be one versus all if he enters in fourth and and the first two are eliminated. Yeah, it's got to be one. Yeah. At WIR Cata, Alicia Fox is such a waste of space. Hashtag tweet the table. Uh. Yeah, I mean, I can I can understand that point. Yeah, she is a decent wrestler. Yeah, I will give her that. Yeah, she's better than Cameron. Yes, you know what I mean. Who isn't? So, right. Um, if he does enter in number one, Roman Reigns, that is. Yeah, that's one of my favorite times because they will mention over and over that there's been two people to yeah. win from the number one spot, uh-huh. but they can't mention one of them right. because it's Chris Benoit. It's Chris Benoit. <laughs> we don't talk about something you know to make it more awkward. At AA underscore WIR. I think Paige's injury caused her chest to swell. Hashtag tweet the table. I think her chest is swell. Yeah. <laughs> Want to come back to my place to see something really swell? At the Iceman Forever. 
Feel free to use that line. <laughs> we'll Come do. back to my place, see something really swell? At the Iceman forever. Oh, by the way, God damn, how have we not mentioned this? We got an interview tonight. We do. Iceman hooked us up with a great dude, uh-huh. Craig Kieseman, uh-huh. local wrestler. I talked to that guy. Stay you know, tuned for that in the second hour-ish. You know why uh, I've stopped with that? Uh, it's because anytime we have an interview, you just title it that person interview. Right. <laughs> so we don't need to We don't need it. to mention it, yeah. <laughs> At the Iceman forever says, oh, look. <laughs> Jericho comes out and tries to be the cool dad again. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag over Jericho. Well, and I think, because he's smart enough, I think he's starting to see that the Rudy, Tootie, Pootie, whatever mm, shit he's yeah, doing. Nobody wants it. Yeah. And so he could use that as the, well, I gave you this and you shit on it, so now I'm the villain. Yeah. I can I like see it. I, like I can it. see him being the part-time authority heel. Oh, yeah, I could deal with that. At heavy set 330, <clears throat> Young Bucks? No, we were looking to interview Young Buck, the rapper. Sorry. Hashtag tweet the table. G-Unit. <laughs> That's a great line. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> young Buck, the rapper. Sorry. Oh, uh, we were looking for Young Buck. <laughs> Buck. The rapper, not plural. At Ceramic underscore Samurai. Hey, girl. Cameron, literally nobody asked where you were. Stay hidden. Hashtag tweet the table. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, She's like so her. bad, she got kicked off of a show where all she has to do is live. Total Divas. Yeah, She's not yeah, on Total Divas. Right. Where legitimately all you have to do yeah, yeah. is just get out of bed out and of bed. walk somewhere. Yeah, just talk shit. There's a part in the preview for this season that one of them says, calm down and let's get our nails done. <laughs> so getting your nails done, you're so uninteresting yeah. that – simple task like that they yeah. said you know what we don't need a camera crew my wife loves this show oh told his my, don't like wrestling totally oh, loves this yeah show. my uh my best friend his wife loves it mm-hmm. and is the only reason why because he's one of those husbands where mm-hmm. he has to ask permission uh only reason he can watch pro wrestling <laughs> dead serious <laughs> dead serious oh what a bitch yeah. <laughs> all right you know? katie first lady the Wyatts coming out really strong, even against Lesnar. Hashtag tweet the table. I loved it. Me too. I loved it, and I'll save it. Never mind. I'll yeah, save it for yeah, my three yeah. Ps. At heavy set 330, your fat friend met the fat friend. Hashtag tweet the table, and he's got a link. He's all up with Natty. Yes. Yeah. I'd like to meet the fat friend. Look, we're not saying she's fat. Well, we did. Oh, you mean her. Yeah. I thought we met. I guess I was saying, we've met heavy no, set. No, we've met heavy set. Yeah, we've met our fat friend. Right. But that fat, but friend, that fat friend met right. the fat friend. Right. She's, yeah, I, I would like to talk to her. I would like to interview her. Yeah. Because for multiple reasons. One. She's had a storied career all over the world. So many interesting stories. Yep. And the family is enough stories, too. And it seems like we would have similar interests. She's a big fan of Roots of Fighting, mm-hmm. always has MMA-inspired gear on, so I feel yep. like we connect there. And she, she just seems cool. Like even wh- like when I've watched Old Divas, I'm like, she seems like a cool person. Very cool. Yeah. At GBL three sixteen, she just needs table. some more yeah. self confidence. Yes. That's what the fat friend is. It's a girl who should have self confidence but doesn't. Right. So what they do is dig and dive into other people's lives As, and, and lose. It's usually, it's usually. So and what we're calling the fat friend mentality is not that we're saying she's fat, but the not fat friend mentality is they don't have self confidence. They latch onto a woman who appears to have supreme confidence, who in reality 
is, is superficial. Very, right. Is very has very low self esteem. Right. But so it's a it's a host parasite kind of a relationship. Very true. Right. Look at that. We're breaking it down for you guys here. Yeah, yeah. Where's the uh, yeah. uh, 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 uh no, where is it? Yeah. At GBL three sixteen, hashtag tweet the table. Oh look, big show is a face again. And Oh, my bad. I fell asleep. How is he why? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Here's Didn't he the... come out and talk shit like oh, I'm winning the rum go yeah. number one and better? Yeah. yeah, well that went away pretty quick. Right. <laughs> But how? Uh, it's, Who who's the decision maker? It's the same thing you said about Kali. It's that when they go around and they have appearances and stuff, he's a uh, oh my god, look at this guy. Well, amazing. Then go have him speak at the elementary schools. Yeah. Take Titus O'Neil out of that spot and put yeah, Big yeah, Show well, in that spot, well. and let's switch these roles. Yeah. Well. At Living Legend One Forty Eight. Oh look, Cameron still has a job. She's on NXT. Cameron, I take milk and sugar in my tea. Hashtag treat the table. Yeah, yeah that's right. yeah. At the ultimate one, when Gallows and Anderson leave for WWE, that Briscoe should take their place in the Bullet Club. Hashtag treat the table. Or the Briscoes should just show up in WWE. I love the Briscoes. At yeah, me too. Cock. <laughs> At real underscore coc. That is, dude. Both Sheamus and Del Rio won a rumble. What are you talking about, Jericho? Hashtag tweet the table. Del Rio won the biggest rumble ever. It wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. And Sheamus won. Sheamus's win, I remember being disappointed because it felt like everything was geared towards Jericho. Yeah. Remember, that's when he did the right. like second coming. Yeah. And so that was the only one where I was like, what? Yeah, it was I weird. I didn't hate it, but I was just, why? Yeah. Yeah. At Katie First, lady, love the rumble by the numbers package. Hashtag to the table. Yeah, those are always fun. Always great. Always great. At the Rebel Trucker. Hashtag to the table. Holy fuck, T-Mac. Yeah. I was just pointing out the stupid comment of the dumb fucking nerd. Doesn't mean I want them dead. God damn. Hmm, that's well, your that, opinion. That's you. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> GBL316. Hashtag tweet the table. Serious about the Young Bucks, T-Mac. Remember, hashtag I will fight you. Let's go. <laughs> I, I've got my gear in my Wait car. Wait a minute. Is he saying he's serious about looking at the next two Shawn Michaels? Because that's what he said. Will you fight him on that? Dude, you need to get examined. Yeah. Like, you need help. And I'll fight you. I don't care. <laughs> at Katie first. Lady. Have to say, Becky Lynch was my favorite tonight on Raw. Got a big win and a big title match. Hashtag tweet the table. I'm starting to enjoy that we're starting to define characters a little bit better like we did in NXT. Yeah. Where she is now obviously the baby face yes. of the Divas. Right. It's not, we're all kind of doing shit. Yeah, we're hey, all but no, there's here's this, here's that, here's a group. And you can both get over that way. Yeah. Way better. Yeah. Like Charlotte's killing it with her dad right now. Mm-hmm. Just oh, yeah. healing it up like a motherfucker. Love it. And you can still have a group like Team Bad that makes sense. Right. And then obviously Team Bella because they're sisters and then they have a friend. And Alicia Fox yeah. is their fat friend. Right. Yeah. Right. Really? Yeah. She is. Yeah. All right. Cock. <laughs> fat friend is back. Yay. Hashtag tweet table. I like Natalia. I like her. Well, you know what? You know who really loves that Total Divas is back on air? Yeah. Her. Because without yeah. this, she's yeah, irrelevant. She's not. Yeah. At ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. 
NXT Female Competitor of the Year, not Diva, Female Competitor. Two women also won a match of the year. Just let that sink in. Hashtag tweet the table. And we'll let this sink in. Paige and Natalia <laughs> are fucking friends after Paige said she's irrelevant because there's a show called Total Divas. Yeah. So let that sink in. Yeah. Hey, girl. Just letting you know. At Kitty First. Lady. Jericho t-shirts. Oh, no. Oh, here we go. Lately, Jericho is to shirts as Orton is to pants. <laughs> yes. Wear them, please. Hashtag yes. the table. Yes. I like that a girl said that, too. Yeah. Or a woman. At, well, yeah. yeah At WIR, Kata. Natty brings out Paige. Funny. The last time I saw Natty on TV, Paige attacked her in the locker room. So she's babyface? Hashtag tweet the table. No one fucking knows. Well, but it, it's the fat friend mentality. It's the, look, well, I understand you were just angry. You were having a rough moment. Well, and it's also women's wrestling because it's guys <laughs> that say, well, of course the bitches would be friends. They're fucking women. Bitches. Yeah. At ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. That is how you end a battle royal. That is some fun booking. So glad it wasn't Eva Marie. Hashtag tweet the table. I'm waiting for them to pull I the trigger didn't. on her. See, I, I was watching that episode, but I had to stop before I saw the female mm-hmm. battle royal. Did you see that? Did it go over good? What yeah. was the ending? What was the fun book? Uh, what's her name one? The uh, Staten Island. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. The, uh, uh, Carmella. Carmella. Yeah, yeah. Nice. At Katie First. Lady. Rusev calling Jericho an American reject. He's from Winnipeg, you idiot. Hashtag tweet the table. He did kind of yeah. mess up on that, but. He's from that suckhole country that you call Canada. I like that. That was very well done yeah. by you. But what I did like <laughs> is, oh, God, who who was speaking? I think it was Rusev. Yeah. Ru- Rusev was speaking, and Jericho was, like, trying to be stupid. He was like, I didn't understand a word you said. And Rusev, without missing a beat, goes, yeah, because you're too dumb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, that's fucking yeah. awesome. Right. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And then he did the whole – then he messed up with the American yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But he – just with Rusev's that – Rusev's great. Yeah, but he's just like – yeah, I never understood what you said. Yeah, because you're too dumb. Yeah. It's like, fuck yeah, good job. Cock. I hate Y2J. I hate Fozzie. I hate his look, his wrestling, his catchphrases, everything. Hashtag tweet the table. It's pretty easy to hate right now. But maybe you're right. Maybe it's all for a purpose. He'll do the long con. Mm-hmm. He's done it before. He did it with the come out, smile, don't fucking say anything. That, which, God, how perfect was that? <laughs> he just comes like, out what like, an original fucking right, idea yeah. to like run around the ring, high five everyone, yeah, yeah. and just not fucking do anything. Yeah. Like, not and say he just anything. leaves out and he's like, smiling. He's just like, man. Yeah, and everyone's and, and then he yeah. just leaves. I remember watching it and I was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. <laughs> oh, I loved it yeah. so fucking much. What an yeah. original idea. Um, But... Hey, remember? I think I told you this off air. I know I told you this off air. I'm not sure if I told you uh, on air. So, listeners, maybe this is the first time for mm-hmm. you. Uh, hey, fuck Jericho. I passed up seeing him for free. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. literally was – I was working at uh, a retail store. It, he was maybe 45 feet away from me. They said, you want to meet Jericho? I sent him off work. I won't mm-hmm. go home. Yeah, yeah. No, thanks. Yeah, it's fuzzy. At ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. Not even a new weave is going to help Cameron. Hashtag weave watch. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, nothing is going to help Cameron. You know what will help Cameron? Yeah. Getting fired. 
At Living Legend 148, if Eva Marie wins this battle royal, all red everything will involve my raging face. Hashtag tweet the table. And I don't remember because obviously I'm dealing with other things right now and I'm a tad bit distracted, but she came out in all green. You can't do that. You're all red everything. She looked like a fucking Christmas tree with her red hair. (laughs) The fuck? But, but. That helps her character oh, because yeah. it's like, you fucking idiot. And she's yeah. like, huh? huh? You like these tits? Yeah, and everybody really? goes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that kitty first. Lady. Yay. Natalia and Paige are back. Very happy. Hashtag tweet the table. Are you? I'm not even pacing on this one. I'm like, they're not going to do anything with this. Nope. What might happen is another weak-ass attempt at, at a page flip-flop. She's fucking doing this more than the big show lately. And it's not her fault, though. Yeah. I just, yeah. And here's, no, this is what we're going to get. Last week on Total Divas, oh, Natty said TJ needs to clean the cats. <laughs> and then she fucking walks out for a decent two-star match. Yeah. And then that's fuck it. That's ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. I'm upset with this other shit. Talk to me. Baron Corbin's receding hairline can't beat Sami Zayn's luxurious beard. Hashtag tweet the table. When you're when you have long hair, you can get away with it for a little bit longer. No, when no? you have long hair and you have a receding hairline, get rid of it because it looks like God is pulling on the back of your head. And like there goes your fucking hair. Like, I think well at a certain point it's got to go, but I think you can get away with the receding hairline a little bit longer. Yeah. When you have the longer hair. Yeah, but it just it's not once yeah. it once it's gone though. Yeah, but his look doesn't look the same. What's he gonna do? Shave? Bald. <sighs> Which here's another look that I've never understood with white men. Uh-huh. It's it happens with black guys and yeah. Asians too, but it's primarily white men when they're losing their hair. What the fuck with the cul-de-sac? With, like, the fucking, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. That's Shave never... that shit off, yeah. No one has ever been... Like, I've never met a woman who's like, you know what I yeah. fucking get off on? Yeah. That cul-de-sac on the top of his yeah. head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't care about his... his yeah, do like the Iceman and shave that shit down. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you gotta go full, like, skin at that right. point. Right. Like, I'm, I don't give a shit about his bits. Yeah, or the I Kurt like Angle. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it looks stupid. Yeah, you gotta go full bald once you've got... A bald. And everyone, like, bald is good. Bald's fine. No one's been like, fuck bald. Yeah, no. No. No, it looks fine. It looks fine. Everyone looks fine. I'm set up for it. I've been shaving my head forever, so once I start getting some bald spots, then it's just going to be a matter of shaving it closer to the guy. Right, yeah, you're just prepping. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm just ready to go. (laughs) At Titan T-Mac. Okay, so this is not me. Uh All right. (laughs) I miss Justin Roberts. He was the best ring announcer of all times. Hashtag tweet the table. That was more you. You hate Justin Roberts. <laughs> I yeah, he's fucking like his voice. I was I was like, why is this guy in probably a very sought after? Like, if they were to say, let's hold a fucking job search for this, they would get a lot of probably very damn good ring announcers lining up to do that job. Oh yeah, the exposure for that is outstanding. And the travel. Yeah, I mean, you get to do fucking the coolest and the shit networking, all the time. Like, yeah. yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Yeah, but I don't, I mean, like, I never liked him, and I thought he was yeah. kind of, but you hate him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. At Katie first. Lady. WWE 24, WrestleMania 31 looks cool, but also depressing with all the champs from there on the shelf. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, you know what? Life happens. Has that already happened, though? No, it's after the right. Rumble. At I Cer- can't wait. At Ceramic underscore Samurai. 
Hey, girl. Peyton Royce, we needed to talk. Ooh, why? Your foundation needs to match your neck, boo. Uh-huh. Come on, boo. You can't rock a poison ivy gimmick like this. Hashtag tweet the table. I like that, giving fashion tips. Or beauty tips, I guess. What is that considered? Fashion or beauty? What do you consider makeup on a woman? Fashion or beauty tip? It's in the beauty aisle, isn't it? Oh, okay. there you go. Uh, I ain't going down there. I don't fucking know. Actually, I thought ladies, about it. Help us out here. Yeah, ladies, yeah. Ceramic? Help yeah, us out. Help. I actually went down uh, the beauty aisle for a few times. When I first started getting vetiligo, which yeah, if you yeah. don't know what uh, vetiligo is, yep. uh, Google it. It's the uh, skin dead pigmentation. I have it around my eyes. I thought about getting uh, All right. mascara or blush. I don't know what the fuck it was. Um, whatever that would hide this. And then I was like, no, fuck it. My eyes are fucking hot. Yeah, I don't even notice that my eyes are hot. Well, in the summer you can't because oh, then I get okay, tan. Right. And then these fucking things, they always go, did you tan and forget to take your glasses off? I go, you can suck my balls. You go, I have a fucking disease. Yeah, that's what I do. I go, I have a disease. Thanks a lot. They're, oh, I'm like, yeah. And it hurts. crying. Well, I, I always tell them, I go, it hurts. It fucking does it. I'm like, it fucking hurts. <laughs> Fucking eyes. Fucking them. Everybody fucking them. Uh, <laughs> Cock. Whoa. Jericho is definitely a rumble contender. Hashtag tweet the table. Jericho? That's what he said. Who? Jericho. No, but who oh. said it? Cock. The fuck are you talking about? There's legitimately... Four guys that have a chance. Everyone else doesn't, and he's not one of the four. At Katie first. Lady. Jericho channeling Piper here. Hashtag tweet table. Yeah, he was getting a little Piper-esque with his refereeing there. He did like a fucking backflip yeah, or, yeah, or whatever yeah. the fuck it was, a cartwheel and shit. Uh, a spin This will be funny to you and I, and if there's any Kansas City sport fans listening. I was listening to um, Andy Reid on the sports radio today. Okay. And they were talking. They started asking him about when he did the dab. Mm-hmm. after they won the playoff game. And they're like, you do a dab after the playoff game, what are you going to do after you win the Super Bowl? And without missing a beat, he said, I'm going to attempt a backflip. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Just not even a beat. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, attempt a backflip. I like how he even said he's going to attempt it. Like, yeah. uh, all right. And <laughs> Katie first. Lady. No, we already said that. At the Iceman forever. Roman Reigns, number one in the Rumble. Wow. Did not see that coming. Hashtag sarcasm. Hashtag tweet the table. Hashtag tweet the table this, too. Don't you guys want to tweet the table? Because as I was listening, just as we're doing this, like almost every person has some type of signature to their tweet the table. If you tweet the table enough, we will do something fun with your name. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll get a hey girl. You'll get a lady. Nice man. You'll get something. You'll you'll get a cock. Yeah. You will get a cock (laughs) if you tweet the table. That's my promise to you. Ladies. uh, You're going to get lots of cock. So don't you want to tweet the table? Tell a friend. Tell a friend. you get a blue kazoo. About the cock. (laughs) Oh, speaking of, cock. (laughs) Says, Ric Flair is the best. Great promo between Becky slash Flair's. Hashtag tweet the table. Ric Flair's damn good. Ric Flair, because he believes it. He does. He fucking, it's not even that he believes it, it's just, it is. Yeah. It just is. Yeah. I was watching uh, a Vine or an Instagram video, one of those things, and it was when uh, Flair was having that heart trouble angle with Eric Bischoff and WCW, and Bischoff came out, he's like, and, and Flair's in his fucking underwear. Yeah, just that's the context. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Bischoff goes, now everyone calm down, calm down. Flair, calm down. We don't want you to have a heart attack. And he just, without missing a beat, goes, 
If I die, it's going to be on top of your girlfriend. <laughs> That's so awesome. That wasn't planned. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Bishop's like, you motherfucker. <laughs> At ceramic underscore samurai. Just don't tell my wife. Yeah. At ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. Some of these new NXT ladies need a ton of work. These outfits are horrid. What is with the Ferrari logo on tits? Hashtag tweet the table. I love this fashion tip. Yeah. Yes. Keep it coming. Because you put the Ferrari logo so you can say, look at my tits. And Ceramic has good style. I follow her on Instagram. Yeah. Good style. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I'm a fan of her, like, it's like an indie kind of, like, right. hipster. Right, like, right, I like it. All right. So keep it coming yeah. with these so, indies. Man, I haven't been on Instagram in months. What the fuck is wrong with you? I'm busy. To, to hit a button and yeah, scroll? I'm busy getting on fights with strangers on the Facebook. Because uh, you're Bernie Sanders. <laughs> well, just other things. <laughs> oh, what? Second Amendment? No, no. Uh, this <laughs> one was, they did a, a, in my old high school, mm-hmm. they did a lockdown, lock all the kids in the classrooms, okay. and do a drug dog search of the school for drugs. Mm-hmm. And they found nothing. All right. Right, uh-huh. and so people were like, some people were like, this is kind of a waste of resources, don't we think? Like, this is, it's fucking. We're talking. Would you find some kids with some weed? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and then so, well, somebody went on a tirade about, oh, this is, you know, stop whining about resources. This is where we need to teach kids consequences. And I said, yeah, but the fucking war on drugs is a waste of resources. And holy shit, yeah, that started a fucking. And I'm like, I'm not saying don't. If you find a kid with drugs, or you see yeah. a kid having a drug problem, don't help them. I'm not saying that, but fuck, do we need? I said, look, I said, do we really need dogs to tell which kids in high school had drugs? I remember it being really fucking yeah. easy. Yeah, it was just pointing, just ask right? the other <laughs> classmate, who was it? It's probably him. Well, my sister even chimed in because she was like, yeah, but you're you were never readily giving up that information. I said, I'm pretty sure the fucking teachers knew too. Yeah, the teachers it's not knew. hard. Yeah, fuck yeah, and they didn't find anything. And then so they posted later in the newspaper that they found some things that they would were gonna follow up. And one lady said, yeah. My son, they found something. They pulled me and my husband out of work to come talk to the police and the principal for what amounted to be Tylenol. Mm-hmm. And so they posed what it was is the school was like, well, the, the police like to do dog sniffing training. And whenever they want to do that, we like to take advantage to do a sweep of the school. We're using our fucking kids. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Fuck kids. To find nothing. Well, you know? then fuck them. Fuck em. Em. Yeah, yeah. That's the future. Right. <laughs> Okay, they are. At WIRCATA. Fuck them. So, yeah, I'm busy fighting about that. Can't be on the Instagram. Well, get back on the Instagram. <laughs> Follow Ceramic. She's great. Uh, at WIRCATA. Is that Jericho ref in this match or Gordon Ramsay? Hashtag tweet the table. That's a good one. <laughs> you ever see the one where he put the fucking two pieces of bread on the girl's face? He's like, what are you? And she's like, I'm an idiot sandwich. It's <laughs> like, what are you? <laughs> God. Right, like, it's cooking food. Jesus, yeah. this is what we talked about. Like, you don't have to be a dick to people. Yeah, <laughs> it's good TV, but, but. yeah. God. <laughs> Y2J has never been so boring. Rusev is much more entertaining. Hashtag tweet the table. Well, Rusev's pretty awesome. You got that right, motherfucker. At ceramic underscore samurai. Hey, girl. It's really good to see Regal back and looking good. Hashtag tweet the table. Yeah, Regal's the shit. I like Regal. At GBL 316, hashtag tweet the table. It may have been an average cartwheel or two from Jericho, but it was entertaining. Ruffle them out. Hey, it gave something to that match, I guess. You know. Sure. 
I, I didn't like the cartwheels, but I like it when he's like following him. He's like, you're out, you're out. You know what I mean? He's just like, that was funny, but I think he took it too far. And if that explains Jericho in a nutshell, I don't know what else. Well, yeah, that is him right there. At WIR Kata, watching ROH. Whoa, hey, there's a different. Yeah, I like that. Mm. Go ahead. Yeah, I like ROH. Matt Jackson and Nick Jackson just made their way to the ring to a monstrous ovation. Hashtag to the table. Hashtag over as fuck. Cool. 13 people went fucking nuts. We didn't ever say that they weren't even over. We just said they're fucking nuts. And we don't like them. I don't know why they're over, because you people should see that they're fucking nerd! And not the good kind of nerd. The fucking nerd! I think they're more accurately described as dorks. Yeah, but they're Because they're the nerds that think they're the coolest guys in the room. Mm-hmm. Those are dorks. Yep, you're right. They're the ones that, like you said, too sweet me, bro, right? You're like, uh, oh, you're a fucking dork. With your hand gestures. Right? Because they're not a geek. They're not, like, super smart about something yeah. or have this niche thing. Yeah, they don't know anything. They're not a nerd just because they like ne- nerd yeah. stuff and right. fucking, you know what I mean? They're like, a dork. They're a fucking dork. They yeah. think they're, like, going to come hang out with the cool kids. Yeah. You think you're coming to my party Friday night, but guess what? You're just getting swirlied and fucking. Yeah, you're going to be the <laughs> DD. <laughs> yeah. So cool. Thanks for coming. Right. You, you're here so you can talk to the cops when they show up. <laughs> Final one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right? Yeah. God, you always had that friend. Yeah. Like, fuck, come here. Hey, man, hey. Yeah, I yeah. can't see straight. Talk to these guys. <laughs> I have to sit in this chair. I can't get up. Yeah. Verbatim what the I've best said before. One I, so, riding in a car. Uh, some guys who had just moved to town. I just met them. I mean, probably like two weeks prior. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm in the passenger seat. One of them's laid out in the back because he's fucked all heavens. Uh, and the other guy's driving. And they get pulled over because his tags are out of date. Now I've got a little something on me mm-hmm. that I'm now hiding in my sock. Right. Right? And yeah. I'm like, fuck, 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 fuck. Yep. Because uh, the guy in the back is on some acid. <laughs> <laughs> like you do. Yeah. Right? right. Right? And I'm thinking, now literally I'm in my head going, all right, I live about two blocks away from here. We're on this like ramp up that goes over a walk under tunnel uh-huh. okay. into the neighborhood. And I know all the back ways. And you I'm know thinking, how to get around. I'm like, I could get out of here. So you're right? thinking run. I'm immediately thinking, if I have to, you're gonna run. I'm gone because I know I will get this, right? Gotcha. I, it's in my mind, right? Good. Confidence. So the I cop like is like, the cop's up and he's just like, now at first he's just like, hey, your tags are out, right? And, and he's like, oh, sorry, yeah, here. And uh, he's like, all right, well, let me see your, your ID. And he's like, Ugh. he's got one of those like, his ID was suspended for some reason or whatever, so he's got one of those pink slips that they oh, give you, you know? Oh, shit, uh-huh, yeah. And so the cop's looking at that, and then he sees fuckhead laid out in the back seat, and he's like... Get out of here. So now, it's not a picture ID, right? So he's yeah. like, all right, what's your name? He's asking all these questions to see if he knows the info Verified. on it, right? Uh-huh. And that guy's doing a good job, right? And he's like, what's your name? To the guy in the back. And the guy in the back's like, fuck, you know? And he, and so we're like, fuck, right? Yeah, you guys are screwed. Fuck. Huh? And, and he's like... You know his name, and I don't know his name. <laughs> right? And I don't know his name. I like I know I know I should know his name, right? But I just met the guy yeah. somewhat recently, right? Yeah. And I've been hanging out with the other guy, the guy driving more than this guy, right. but they were buddies. Their their parents both moved to town because they were a construction company uh-huh. yeah, yeah. that own it, and these are the two kids. Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm like, oh fuck, man. Fuck. Uh, I was like, I duh uh and the cop's like, uh-huh. And he's like looking back at the other guy. He's like, what's your name? And then it clicks in my head. I'm like, oh, they have the same name. The two guys, they're friends. And I was like, his name is Justin. 
And he like slowly brings the light back to me and he's like, okay. <laughs> and I'm just Thanks. like, I'm like, fuck, fuck, fuck. Okay. I'm running. I'm running, right? I'm like, I'm going to run. And he brings the guy, the driver out, right? Back behind the car. And I'm like, all right. Yep. When this am I going to make my move, right? Yeah, this is when you go. When am I going to make my move? Because the cop's by himself. Right? Yeah, it's just yeah, the yeah. cop. All right. And the guy in the back there, and I'm like, this might be the time because he's got him back there. But I also am like, ooh, but he's behind the car. If I can get him on the other side, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I got more time, right? I'm thinking this all through. And then Justin comes back in. He's like, all right, cool. He just gave me a warning. We're out of here. And I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, I would have arrested us already. Have I, have I told on the show my fun police story mm-hmm. where I just said, fuck it. So we're 17, mm-hmm. clearly under the age of 21 to be drinking. Yeah. We're drunk as fuck. Okay. The driver. Yeah. It, it's one of the nights where Jesus took the wheel. Okay. You know what I mean? Okay, right. Like, fuck that. Right, yeah. Apparently, we had our brights on for too long, and <laughs> okay. we're the only car. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? One of yep. those things. Mm-hmm. We get pulled over. I'm uh, sitting in the back seat. My friend Carlos is to the left. Yeah. Okay. My friend Doug is to the right. Shane is up in the front seat. Bobby is driving. Okay. Cop pulls us over, and I'm fucking in and out of yeah, consciousness. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Just out. In, out, in, out, right? I have a cooler of beer <laughs> on. Like, it's uh, a cooler, but it's filled with beer. Yeah, right? yeah, right. And- uh, just sitting on your lap. Sitting on my lap. So there's no hiding it. No. It's a cooler. Well, and so I said, "Fuck <laughs> you can't it!" T- like tuck it under the yeah. seat. It's cool. no. Yeah, I said, "Fuck." It's like that cooler on the TV. Like about, okay. about that big. Oh yeah, yeah. it's a cooler on the fucking yeah. TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. pretty big. And yeah. so the cop shines his fucking light back on my fucking face, which it felt like it was two inches of away course. from my face. Yeah. And he goes, "Who's cooler?" I looked at Carlos. <laughs> no. I looked at Doug. I said, "We're all cool, but I guess I'm the coolest." <laughs> Oh, he didn't like that. Oh, sure he didn't. <laughs> he oh. pulled us out of the fucking car. Oh, my God. He beat my ass. He fucking put me in handcuffs and was like, whoa, and threw me <laughs> to the ground. I was like, what the fuck? And I just, you know, I'm fucked up. And I'm, like, trying to, like, stand up. He's like, sit down. And I'm like, okay, I'm sitting down. I'm sitting down. And I'm like, I'm going to get back up. And he's like, whoa. And throws me down. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. I'm fine, fine, you know. And then we have to call our fucking oh. parents. And we had... Uh, my friend Jesse, his dad was like the cool parent, so right. we all said, you know, uh-huh, yeah. So we called Kenny, and Kenny came up and got us. But yeah, he said <laughs> it was cool. So well. I got, yeah, <laughs> so I got an MIP, oh. minor in possession, or whatever that was called. But and, you're the coolest. Yeah. <laughs> For like three years, that's what yeah. we always said. <laughs> Who's cooler? Well, we're all oh, cool, cool but... but I guess I'm the coolest. <laughs> That's so fucking great. Uh, All right, let's it. do this final tweet the table. It's from at Titan T-Mac. Uh, not me. 2016 is the year of the sport of professional wrestling. Hashtag tweet the table. Dork. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, it's time to make some picks. Oh, we're going to do that in this Yeah, segment. we're going to do that in this segment. Okay. Because our second hour-ish. Has an interview. Has an interview. This is going to be a long-ass show. Yeah, it is. I like that. Let's just do it then. The kickoff match, the Dolph Ziggler kickoff show. It's a fatal four-way tag team match. The Dudley Boys. Uh-huh. The Ascension. Uh-huh. Mark Henry and Jack Swagger. Because that makes sense. And Damian Sandow and Darren Young. Why not Titus I O'Neil? fucking no. Is he going to win the Rumble? No, but why not? Yeah, you could do the kickoff show anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Why not the primetime players? Did we break them up? No. Are they still planning on doing a Stardust 
Titus O'Neil. Maybe? I, don't, I don't know. And what happened to that? That was going well. I just... Yeah. All right. Uh, I gotta think the Dudley boys win this. Dudley's. It's kickoff show, and it's the Dudleys. Yeah. Of all those teams, there's only two of them, and one of them everyone. And likes. I don't think this is elimination, so I think Dudley boys just yeah. pinfall. And one of them like yeah. is like. That's the other what this is. Yeah. yeah. All right. Divas title match: Charlotte versus Becky Lynch. I'm going Charlotte with the. Uh, I'm going to say pinfall because there's going to be some underhanded heel tactics from Ric Flair. I'll do that. I'll wager a point. Ric Flair gets involved. All right. I'll go opposite, and I'll just, for point's sake, say Becky. Becky Lynch, pinfall, uh, yeah. new champ. Yep. All right. U.S. title match, rubber match, Kalisto versus Alberto de Rio. Kalisto. I got to say Kalisto, too, man. Yeah. Pinfall? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Does, does he have a submission? I don't think so. I don't think he does. A tag titles match, Usos in the New Day. This could go either way. I mean, New Day's held them for a while. But I don't know what else you – I mean, but you kind of kill a division when you just leave it on one team forever. Forever and ever and ever. And so they got to they gotta be reinvigorated with a chase. Yeah, but then are we just having another Usos-New Day feud? It just feels mm-hmm. – yeah, I'm going to say Usos win. Or – or oh, no. No. But no. What? What if you see the implosion of the new day? That's what I was thinking. And then Ugh. at WrestleMania, you do a triple threat. God, I hope not. This is the best thing going. I know. And it doesn't feel like it's time yet. But neither did breaking up the shield. Yeah. You well, know, but I mean, they had. But get what I'm saying? Yeah. As far as like, they like to do that when it's still hot. So yeah. that when we ask I, for it. Now, it reunion. was still hot with the shield, but I don't think there was anywhere else to go. Once they, if That's they would have beaten the authority, what else is left? Well, what else can New Day do? I mean, who else is there to like? Like you just said, yeah. what are we gonna do? Another USO? I mean, because there's no one else. Yeah, but there still could be a turn. They could become the face. They kind of are, though. They already are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so I think USOs win this pinfall. Tag champs. What do you say? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. I see title last man standing. Dean Ambrose, Kevin Owens. I'm thinking Dean Ambrose comes out the victor. In he this. has to in a last man standing. Yeah. Although. Dean Kevin Ambrose lost some... a last man standing to Bray Wyatt. And Clean. Kevin Owens could do some dirty underhanded shit. Here. Right. But I'm still going Dean. Okay. What are you doing? I'm saying Dean. Be a man. Fucking, you got a 90-point lead. Just do fucking... All right, Kevin Owens. Yeah. Royal Rumble match here. Who do you think your final four are? Final uh, You four. want me to pick mine first? Yes. Brock Lesnar. Okay. Bray Wyatt. Okay. Roman Reigns. Okay. And I'm going to... I'm going to throw this one in there. I don't think you are going to throw it because I think I'm saying the same thing. Triple H. Oh, no. Okay. That's not what I'm All saying. All right. Okay. I'm not. Oh, like- and I think and I think Triple H wins it. I think we're all going to be like, what the fuck? I think too many people are saying that. And you know how WWE says, oh, you're saying it? So fuck yeah, you. Yeah, but you know how WWE thinks it's fucking WrestleMania. We get scared. Right. We better have a big star and a big match. So here's my final four. Yeah. Because... Your final four is amazing. Yeah. But Well, I don't I wish it wasn't my final four. Right. But history always says in uh-huh. the final four, there's one there's guy one oddball. that never fucking makes sense. True. True. But I think this year, because of the title implications, my oddball makes sense but doesn't have a storyline. So mine is Okay. Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Bray Wyatt. Yeah. Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Ready for this? Yeah. A returning Randy Orton. Ooh, Randy Orton. Because I want to pick Randy Orton. 
Okay. For this reason. He's returning. Yep. And the three other guys, Brock and Bray, will go with each other. Yep. And have a match. Yep. Triple H will cost Roman Reigns the title. They go. Yeah. So now we have the title just hanging out. Randy Orton is a top guy. Yeah. And that is his storyline. Here's one thing I thought. If if Triple H was not in it, which I'm not going to change my thing Mm because I just made it, but my initial Final Four before I thought of the Triple H thing and then just just basically embracing the suck that WWE booking has been lately was it was going to be Roman, Bray Wyatt, Brock, and either Luke Harper or Braun Strowman. Mm. You follow me? Mm-hmm. I thought it was gonna be like they were gonna. I thought the three Wyatt, the Wyatt family or the four were gonna pull like an NWO style thing and just protect Bray Wyatt in the corner and just toss some fucks out until near the end and one or two of them get thrown out. I'm changing. You know. I'm changing. Okay. I'm changing. All right. I'm changing. It's going to be Brock Lesnar. Okay. Roman Reigns. Yep. Mm-hmm. Fuck it, I'm down. I don't care. Okay. It's going to be Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Yep. A returning Randy Orton. Okay. And Daniel Bryan. And Daniel Bryan, huh? Yep. And then who wins? Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan. Champ, huh? Champ. (laughs) Going into Mania? Because Bray Wyatt won't be in the Final Four for this reason. He can't eliminate Brock Lesnar by himself. Right. So they return. Well, what I thought about there is eventually, yeah, Brock Lesnar tosses out Bray Wyatt, and then they pull come him, in. come out and reach him. Well, I, well, yeah, but what I think is he does it early, you yeah. know, before, like, number 30 comes out. Right. That kind of thing. And then all four of them come out, lights go out, huh, Brock Lesnar after suplexing okay. everyone, then goes out. Daniel Bryan, no, he's not winning. It's not Triple H. It's not. I hope you're right. It's not because. Uh. Because. But even if it was just a fast lane. No, he's not going to no, be. No, word champion. is they're trying to really build up fast lane. I know, but he's not going to be champion. Yeah. No. Yeah. He's not going to be. What other. He's been very conspicuous by his absence. Yes, and that's why when he returns, it's going to be shocking. But he's not going to return fucking wrestling. He's going to return surprise appearance. There's a difference. Yeah, but then just to be thrown out? No, that's what I'm saying. He's not going to be thrown out. If he comes in and doesn't win it, Roman Reigns is winning it by tossing him out as the final guy. But I think Triple H does something to the effect of pulling him out a la Hogan pulls out Sid Vicious Mm -hmm. with – Whoever that winner is fucking doing the thing. Yeah. It's not Daniel Bryan. It's not Randy Orton. Fuck. It's not Triple H. It's not Roman Reigns. It's not Brock Lesnar. God damn, who is it then? I don't know. This one sucks. <laughs> it sucks. You just named anybody that actually had a shot at winning this. I know. <laughs> Fuck. Who is it? Bray Wyatt. No. Bray Wyatt and Brock Lesnar wrestle Undertaker. For the title. No, Undertaker Kevin Owens wrestles. Does Daniel Bryan come back? Because Daniel Bryan makes sense. Because then you just have, we're all happy. You don't even have to write it. Yeah. You just say, Daniel Bryan's your champion at WrestleMania. Yeah. And literally, 
Everybody's like, hey, good. 27-year-olds that live in the basement of their parents' house are fucking happy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so your final four is. God damn let's it. Let's name it. It's Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns. Randy Orton. Yeah. That just sticks to me. Randy okay. Orton. Okay. I'm going to feel like such an idiot. But if I get it right, then I'm the greatest yeah, man alive. Right, yeah. So, yeah, fuck it. Daniel Bryan and Daniel Bryan wins it. All right. God, fuck it. I'm down by right. 200. Any other random wagers? I think the swerve. Mm hmm. Because everyone says, well, you just die. Well, you just stop. Mm -hmm. I think the swerve is Nakamura. Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah, I think Styles shows up on Raw. Yeah. But no, not. I mean, yeah. Okay. Here's one. Here's it would one. feel weird to show up at the Rumble. You're out. Right. Like, well, here's for, for how much hype is behind this, now it's kind of like, oh, we can't have him come out and get tossed How about out. this? How about this? I'll wager a point uh -huh. for a surprise. Okay. Kenta. Kenta. Nice. Yeah, we haven't heard from him. We haven't heard from him, what and if, he's just someone fun. What if AJ Styles wins the Royal Rumble? That crossed my mind, but... That's just not happening under Vince's watch. That's the thing. Yeah. Remember who won between Triple H and Sting. Yeah. Yeah. And you ain't going to have AJ just walk the fuck in. No. He's yeah. got to pay something. If Sting didn't win his fucking yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, he's not going to come in in his very first thing moment. and win the world title over 30 other guys. Yeah. Yeah. Or 29 other guys. moment. Yeah. Yeah, his first yeah. moment. Yeah. I mean, fuck Goldberg. Yeah. Had to fucking go through some people to beat The Rock. Yeah. And then that wasn't even for the title. That was right. just beating The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get out of here. Let's take a break. Let's come back and talk to Craig Kieseman. Talk some wrestling. What's going to happen? Guys, this is fun. This is when wrestling's fun because I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. It's not great writing, but at least they made me guess. Yeah. That's all you want. It is all you want, isn't it? You know, that's real. I mean, you want the best, but if you don't get the best, at least get me guessing. That's all I can ask. Okay. All right, we'll take a break. We're going to come back and do another good interview for you. This was a fun one. Very good. I liked it. A lot yep. of interesting stuff in there. That's when we come back to the Spanish Announce Table, and that is, as usual, on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And? A four-foot-tall individual could stand upright in a hippo's open mouth. TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. Hey, you. Yeah, you listening to me right now. What are you wearing? That shirt looks stupid. You need a better shirt. And you know where you can buy shirts? WWEshop.com. And if you buy some shirts at WWEshop.com, you can help us out. But you got to go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net first. You use our shop affiliate link. Pretty easy to see right there on the front page. You use it, you buy a better shirt. I mean, come on. Step your game up a little bit. And if you're not going to do it on WWEshop.com, maybe you don't want to wear a wrestling shirt because you're a closet fan, buy a better shirt still. Go to Amazon.com and just buy a regular shirt. You can go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net and still help us out because we have an Amazon.com affiliate link there too. And you can do it from many countries. We have Germany, UK, the United States, and... That country that you call Canada! So come on, step it up a little bit, get freshened up, get some better threads, help out the Spanish Announce table i mean don't you want to be awesome welcome to the second hour ish 
of the Spanish Announce Table on SpanishAnnounceTable.net and TrendingTopicsNetwork.com. Yeah. Uh, dancing on this show, too? Yeah. I, I think... What? I think you just dance. Turn my headphones up. What? I think you just dance. What? Yeah. I think that's your yeah. thing. Yeah, just dance. I think right now. Coming for you, Iceman. On Coming the spot. Yeah. We need to make that happen. Oh, yeah. We could do like a live periscope. There's a Metro Pro coming up. There is. I'm going to it. Yeah. Me you too. Mi- you might be in the ring. I might. Yeah. Let's get me in the ring and we'll have a dance off with the Iceman. Yes. That's a tall order. Yes. He's the, he's the international dance champion. Loser has to come on the show mm. and admit defeat. Oof. Oh. That's going to suck for the Iceman. That's going to be it's real gonna be hard for him to, it's be a tough to one. come in. Speaking of the Iceman, we love the Iceman. And you know why we love the Iceman? Not only is he a friend of the show, been on the show, done the road stories, he also reached out amongst his many connections. Mm-hmm. And spotted a guy and said, you, you got to get in touch with the Spanish announce table and come on the show. And we made that happen. Isn't that cool? It is cool. <laughs> it is cool when we can set up like <coughs> genuine, real connections. Not like, hey, please, will you do the yeah, show? Yeah, this isn't like, you know, Dolph Ziggler coming through Radio Roll, which he gave us a great interview. Right. But it's it's a little different when, when it's organic and it's local guys. We like the local guys, too, because they're going to be a little more honest. We support local. Yeah, and they're not going to be... PR and, mm-hmm. and all that jazz. So we have a guy by the name of Craig Keesman on the uh, on the line there. Did I say that right? I know we went over that before, but <laughs> you said it just correctly. Perfect. Awesome. Well, thanks for coming on, man. We really appreciate it. I like to talk wrestling, so so let's get oh, right awesome. in. Awesome. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Right. Let's get right into it. Okay, so what is your connection to the pro wrestling industry? Are we are you a pro wrestler, a writer? What is it that you do in this industry? Well, I guess um, I've, I've done a little bit of everything, but uh, pro wrestler is probably my um, total gimmick right now, I guess. And then how did you, um, when did you start and how did you start, really? Let's just start from the beginning. Okay, well, um, it goes back in time. Uh, I started when I was 17, and that was in 1999. Um, I started training that's, in St. Joseph, Missouri, under the tutelage of Sonny Myers, who was NWA Central States champion 14 times over. Wow. So um, this was a grueling eight, almost nine months worth of training that I did with Sonny um, and a few other guys in a old rundown garage uh, right in the middle of St. Joe with no air conditioning, no heating. We did it about three times a week for three or four hours a day. Um, and yeah, like nine months later, I had my first match, which was awful and, um, been doing it ever since. So So that training, we, uh, we get a varied response from training. Some guys had great training. Some guys had horrific first trainers because they got swindled. It sounds like you had a legit guy. Now you say this was in a garage. No, no AC. I got to imagine this is old school wrestling training that in a folklore where it sounds like they were probably working your ass off. Am I right on this? Uh, yeah, he wouldn't, one of his Sonny's biggest things. And when I met Sonny, he was probably, Oh, he was in his late seventies. Oh, okay. So, and he passed away, Oh, I think 2005 or 2000, 
six, I think. Hmm. Um, but he um, he's a legitimate old timer. He he started. Uh, he worked in the you know, late forties all the way up until huh. you know he the seventies, and he was probably most known at the time um, after that when the NWA really had the TV going um, as a referee. So he refereed a lot of NWA World Heavyweight title matches. He was uh, known as a referee that would uh, threaten you. If you threatened him, he'd draw back on you. Um, nice. He was just uh, he was a true old-timer, an old carny guy. He had a carnival. Um, he was a sheriff of uh, the St. Joe of Buchanan County there. And uh, just a real gruff, old, tough guy, but a genuine heart of gold. But he would... Man, he beat the tar out of us, uh, or made us beat the tar out of each other sure. um, in this ring. And it's interesting because the ring was actually owned by another old-time wrestler. He was actually a midget wrestler named Lord Littlebrook. Oh yeah, okay. And uh, yeah, and so we we trained at their place at their house. So like, I have this running joke that my first experience in world of wrestling was with some old man and then a bunch of midgets running around. <laughs> And uh, the middle of the summertime was hot, and I'm 17 years old and jumping into this world, so I jumped right into it. Squirming around with sweaty midgets. That That's right. That's yeah. right. It was a blast, though. Um, That's a Tuesday yeah, I, in Captain's World. Yeah. That's right. There's nothing That's wrong right. with but it. But I, I will say that my, my training was, was awesome. I, I had the best trainer in St. Joe. There were several guys training. I, I definitely had the best guy. Um, and, and that was just my chance that I happened to find that, so... Um, I was really, really blessed and, and lucky to know Sonny, and I learned a lot with him. He really gave me kind of a, a jump start into the business. That's good. I'm glad because we, yeah, we've had a few guys on here who there's some snake oil salesman who had a you know a ring in a in a back room and stuff and kind of swindled them out and didn't set them up for success right away. So getting into your first match, did you feel ready? I mean, you said it was terrible, and I think a, almost every wrestler will say the same thing was. Did you feel like you were ready to go and then realize, man, I got a lot to learn? Or how did this go about? Well, the funny thing is is, is because Sonny, um, he trained me in the old school way. So, you know, kayfabe was very much alive. Mm -hmm. So I'm 17 years old going into this. And the reason I went into wrestling is I was a big fan. But um, I have a twin brother, and him and I have done martial arts since we were 11. Okay. And we used to drive our instructor um, nuts because we'd do suplexes, body slams, and stuff during class. We'd, I don't know how many push-ups I did during martial arts class because we were goofing around. And finally, when I got 17, he introduced me to Sonny. And um, Sonny, he made us get in there and actually, you know, wrestle uh, with guys. Like So I would get my butt kicked by these guys that were 310 pounds, 400 pounds, 250 pounds. And uh, I just kept coming back and kept jumping in doing the drills. And so it wasn't until, I don't know, a couple months before my match today, I got the um, smartening up talk mm -hmm. from Sonny. And, um, but my first match jump into that was, um, it was a 45 minute Broadway match, which, you, you know, was, wow. you don't see those anymore. So, you know, um, my first match was 45 minutes long, went to a time limit draw. I wrestled a guy named Big Hoss. It was 410 pounds at the time. I was 175 pounds. So, <laughs> so same weight class. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was a great, it was, I mean, it was, it was tons of fun. I look back, I can't even watch the video now because of everything that you learn along the way. But, um, you know, that was, that, that 
told a lot about my training that I could go 45 minutes my first time in the ring in front of people. So, Well, with your first match being 45 minutes and, you know, coming out of it, you were probably satisfied that you could go that long, but then also kind of like what you said, you're not really happy with, you know, what, you know, the match and things like that. So how long was it until your second match? Did you get, get in the next night? I mean, what did you do post first match? Oh, post first match. So I remember there was um, our first match and then we had like a month before there was anything else going on. And then it was just like um, two or three times a week for several months. Sonny had a connection with people. It seemed like if anybody ran anything on the Kansas and Missouri side, um, he had his boys booked on it. And uh, we, we literally, there was times we worked Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um, that was, that was a great advantage I had with having Sonny. And that's back when, you know, wrestling is the, it was the peak of the attitude era. Sure. So every, you could just put wrestling on anything and it would sell out. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the business has changed so much in just the past 10 years. Um, so, you know, it was it was a lot of learning. It was a lot of driving. It was a lot of, um, you know, going to wrestle in front of 600 people at a car show and then going and wrestle in front of 20 people in a, in a little garage at some guy's, you know, backroom bar that he had. So, I mean, there was literally everything, but we worked constantly and he had us booked for at least um i don't know i'd say a good solid year doing at least two or three times a week which was which was great well what was your style like when you were being trained i mean was it uh more of the ground base you know mat technician hold to hold to hold or were you guys because it was the attitude era were you guys going a little too you know crazy were with cheese great yeah you know what i mean so Right. Yeah. Well, you know, there was guys and and that was always the thing is that there was guys that would always break away Mm -hmm. and they would do like the hardcore. Hardcore was a really big, you know, that was the kind of the birth of that um, trend. And um, I I mean, I never, I ventured a little bit into it, but I always remember that I, I was more worried about the aftermath of having the match with Sonny than I was with mm-hmm. what was going to happen during the match. Cause right. he would ream you a new one every single time. If he saw something he didn't like, I was very old school trained. So, I mean, and I'm still that way in the way I work today is I'm, I'm, you know, hip toss, body slam, arm drag, you know, very, very old school way. And, um, I'm very thankful for that because I actually learned how to work and learn how to do stuff on the fly. I mean, I, I have so much admiration for guys that can set and talk out a, a 30 minute match and do all these amazing spots and stuff. I just, I don't function like that. I just want to get in there and be a little bit more organic with it. Just throw things around and, and interact and, and do things the way that I was taught. So starting out, were you the heel? Were you the baby face? And what did you feel more comfortable with when you were starting out? Oh, I was the baby face when I started out. I was so young. I mean, I I think I had peach fuzz on my chin. I couldn't grow a beard. I couldn't, you know, I was young looking. I had long hair. I still have long hair now, but I had really nice long hair back then. And I was a hundred and like I said, 175, 180 pounds, but I was, I was in good shape. I was, I was athletic looking. I, I did a lot of athletic moves. Um, I wrestled as crow at the time. So I had, you know, kind of that little, it wasn't a sting gimmick. It wasn't the the movie, the crow, but it was, you know, people could associate something with that. Sure, it was yeah, in that yeah. kind of realm. 
kind of that Raven realm. Um, that was really popular at that time too. Yeah. So, um, it was real easy for me to get over as a baby face. Um, I, I only worked heel a few times. In fact, most of the time I refused to work heel because it was so hard for me to get any kind of heat because I was so young and I, I looked so much like a baby face. So you were sympathetic when you were getting your ass kicked. Oh yeah. I just sold. I mean, <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah. still do. I mean, that's, that's key to a good baby face is just sell, mm-hmm. sell and have fire. And that's, uh, one thing I learned really early on is just keep the fire going, you know, and never let them think that you're done. Right. Even if it's, uh, even if it's a two minute match, you know, let them, let them know that you still got that fire in you. And, and that's, uh, you know, that was the principle that Sonny beat down into me because Sonny was, uh, I remember when I was working, uh, I worked for Harley race for a few years back in Oh five and Oh six. And, uh, he would talk about Sonny being one of the best baby faces in the area back during Sonny's prime. Wow. And, um, so I, I took that to heart. I, you know, it was one of those things when Sonny would teach me, you, you don't really hear it the first time. You have to wait till you get a little bit older, a little bit mm-hmm. more mature, and then it, it makes sense to you. You're like, oh, okay, I get it now. Right. So he's not here to def- to defend himself. So let's get right into this. How did you meet? Okay. How did you meet Iceman? And let's get some dirt <laughs> on Iceman. Oh gosh, Iceman, man! It, uh, I've known I've known uh, Iceman for years. Um, I think I he had to start around the same time I did, or okay, close yeah, to yeah. it. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. He he worked for um, another group that was in uh, St. Joe. Actually, he worked for two of them. I think he started out with Steve Estes. I might be wrong on this. He's not here to defend himself. And then he moved on to so, yeah, Dog Town Productions, <laughs> yeah. which was Central States Wrestling. Mm-hmm. So there was three three main groups that ran in St. Joe, or three main places. There was the, the Steve Estes group, who changed his name multiple times. Um, there was the Dogcom Productions or Central States Wrestling, and then there was Sonny's group. And so he was with the Central States. So we crossed paths on occasion when we'd be booked on, you know, once in a while we'd work on a show where they'd bring in some of their guys or whatnot. But uh, I've always known him, and I always respected Howard because he was always, well, he was Howard. He was always respectable to everybody. He was nice. He was easy to talk to, um, very enthusiastic about the business. So, I got along with him really well. Never, not a single ounce of ego in that guy at all, which was great. You know, and that was something that was that was hard to find along a lot of guys at that point. So, I don't know about that. Read some of his tweet the tables, and you'll think. <laughs> no, no well, I'm, I'm only kidding. And I'm only kidding. No, he's a real He's good like dude. me. Yeah. The older you get, the more grumpy we get. <laughs> right. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> That's kind of how we are now. So Tell me about it. Grizzled, grumpy old people now. So speaking of that, what do you, what's your style now? Are you still working the facing, or do you do a mixture? Are you have you changed your ways up now? Like, what are you doing? Um, you know. It really depends on where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Um, my style, I think, is pretty much still the same. I'm still a very old, traditional, old-school guy. Um, I like, you know, my heat is, if I'm a heel, my heat is holds and uh, less strikes. And uh, if I'm a baby face, it's it's just showing that fire and, you know, the, the traditional, you know, drop kicks and mm-hmm. things like that. Um, Tried and true, yeah. I, I would say that, one good thing about that is, is that from a you know about 2000 and well about the year 2000 until only recently um, was the point when people broke away from that pattern because they were trying to do everything they could to get noticed. Mm-hmm. So they would do things 
off the wall or they do things that were completely different that no one had ever seen before just to try and get themselves seen. And uh, what's interesting is that everybody started doing that more and more and more. So guys like me that just stayed more old school now, we're the ones that kind of look, get looked at a little bit different now and that we're a little bit more different because we mm-hmm. work a little bit different style that people aren't used to seeing as much anymore. Yeah, so pendulum swings um, back. Kind of full circle. Yeah. Well, one question I have before we get into our uh, Cinco Preguntas over here. Uh, the way we were introduced to Iceman is we saw a match where uh, he <laughs> drove a shopping cart. Uh-huh. I think it was Pete Madden. Yeah, into into the guy's uh, into the guy's face. face. Yeah, he picked up a shopping cart and threw it threw at the face. gentleman's face. Well, so while the guy was in the tree of woe, right. Okay. So oh, my, sure, yeah. yeah. So my question is, can we see this match with you two? I, I kind of am <laughs> interested in this. Well, you know, one of the good things about Iceman is he's on Team Vintage. So if you ever yeah. watch, if you're at Metro, you'll see Team Vintage in, in full full swing. Um, Howard and I have joined forces in, in there, so to speak, because uh-huh, gotcha. we've been in the business long enough, and we you know, we don't get the respect we we desire. That, right, you know, and deserve, yeah are jumping in front of us, so to speak, and we're not really happy about it. So we've joined forces in that, and uh, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll we'll make a mark in there. So is there going to be any, like, synchronized dance moves here? Is there going to be any? Yeah, do you have um, dance moves? Because you got, be. Yeah, you've got to know at least how to do a two-step if you're going to be partners with the dance champion. <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm old school, so you might see, like, the Charleston. <laughs> okay. Right, right, right. You know. I can I can see something here. Yeah. So you dance, Captain. Yeah. Right. Uh huh. I can't. Uh huh. But I got some two step. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. We could do a two on two. Yeah. Where you, you and go. Iceman yeah. go, and then me and right. him, we can have our little. Yeah. 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 yeah like we'll just that. insert ourselves into there. Yeah. Steal their spotlight. Of course. Oh, yeah. That's what we do. And we'll get beat the shit out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I, I always I always joked with my wife on um, dancing because we always joked about. Swing dance, and we wanted to take some swing dance lessons at okay, one yeah. point. And I just, I always laughed at her and said that, you know, that's just like wrestling, except for you don't slam the person down, you set them on their feet. <laughs> right, yeah, a little uh, bit. And so it's like Lucha Libre without slamming the person down. And so, um, you know, there's there's hope for us wrestlers in the dance world. Yeah, but, yes. You know, Iceman, he's got it down. He, he's Well, yeah, he's the yeah. international dance champion. I mean, that's just. He's national dance champion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. International. international. International, yeah. Nobody better in all the internations. All right. <laughs> <Let's>... <laughs> that's right. Then let's get into, this is a, a segment we like to do with every guest. So we like to ask a series of five questions that are the same across the board so we hear the varied responses, right? Well, we're the Spanish sure. announce table, so we wanted to add a little flavor. We couldn't just call it five questions, right? So we got on the oh, Google yeah. we got on the Google Translate to figure out how you say that in Spanish, and we call this... Cinco Preguntas. So we don't speak any Spanish, so these are all going to be in English, so I don't know if you... Oh, excellent, because I don't speak any Spanish. Good, <laughs> good. You're in good company here. The first one should be uh, uh, somewhat of softball. Who would you say is your favorite wrestler of all time? Um, favorite wrestler of all time. And if, um, if you've got a couple, yeah, we're not hard, and, and you know, you don't have to nail down one if you can't, but, you know. Um, I would say I'll just break it up, like, before I was a wrestler and then after I was a wrestler. Yeah, that's good, yeah. I'd say before I was a wrestler, um, the guy that got me into wrestling, guy that I, I got inspired by, um, as most teenagers at that time was, was Mick Foley. Nice. Um, I, I loved everything that he was doing. Um, he was different. 
Mm-hmm. Um, so he really, and, and I was a wrestling fan back, you know, Hulk Hogan growing up, of course, of course was, yeah. you know, one of the guys that yeah. I loved to watch, our, but one of our personal Foley too, was yeah. the guy that really got my heart kind of set into this business saying, man, that looks like so much fun. This looks like something I want to do. And then yes. once I became a wrestler over the years, I um, mean, of course I like the greats like Flair and Steamboat mm-hmm. and Savage, but, uh, I'm a big Kurt Henning fan. Yeah. Uh, I loved how he worked uh, as a heel. I loved how he worked when he when the little chance he got to work his face mostly, mm-hmm. but um, he did such great stuff. His selling was uh, top notch. His footwork was amazing. Uh, yeah. I just I can watch just about any match with Henning um, and almost mark out to it every time. Well, so. and that's that's just it. So how I know Hennig was amazing was I was a young kid. I was a mark watching Mr. Perfect Kurt Hennig, and he was the heel, but I still couldn't help but thinking, this guy's cool. Right. You know what I mean, like, this guy has got Yeah. Smacking the gum, throwing right. the towel to Bobby the Brain, just the whole thing. Just charisma for yeah. days, yeah. Yeah, he just, it's just, and it's, I'm a, I'm a big stickler, especially, like, when I train guys and stuff, is on the little things, little bits of showmanship that you mm-hmm. do. He was just, he was awesome at it. Every little thing he did, and he did things that weren't, like, the slapping the gum out in the crowd. You know, that was something mm-hmm. that not everybody got to see, but the ones who did see it, it made something extra special, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm still doing it to this day. Oh, I do it every time. Yeah, yeah. There's not a time I don't do <laughs> And that. if I see somebody do it, I know instantly. That at least you guys will be fan. friends. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh. I, I tried to do it one time and missed, and so I felt <laughs> just gave up on it. Yeah, I just gave up. I'm not perfect, you know. Right, exactly. Not right. doing that again. Yeah. All right, so yeah. our second question, and again, you can have multiple here. What is your favorite match of all time? My favorite match is this one that I've been in or one that I've watched with act or with pro wrestlers. We'll say both. How about that? With okay, both. Let's see. Um, I'm a I'm a big fan of anything. Um, Flair, Steamboat, um, yeah. uh, just to, just because yeah, the, the, everything was so smooth. So anything from their, their NWA Japanese title, I just watched that the other day, or uh, you know any of the countless ones they had with any uh, of the old WWF stuff. Um, I love that. Love just watching those, just from a, a worker perspective and looking at it and watching how their feet work and how everything goes and how smooth everything was, and uh, really get your mind thinking like how much of that are they calling, you know, and you try and figure mm-hmm. that out. So it's really kind of a, a nice little Pandora's box for me to try and disassemble those. Nice. And watch them. Yeah. Um, as far as me being in matches, um, I would say my favorite match of all time was probably back in 2008, around that time in Fayetteville, Arkansas. There was a bar called the electric cowboy. And uh, of course, motion called yeah. mid mid-states wrestling and they had um set up and did wrestling matches there with the midgets being like the, the top draw it's kind of the birth of the half point brawlers i think okay right but i had a match with the guy named gary graham who is um a worker from down south mm-hmm. and i was a heel and we had beer bottles thrown in the ring we had uh, it was just it was a ton of fun nice crowd reaction was great of course everybody was drunk well, that um, helps. Yeah, uh, it's just one of my favorite matches. Everything clicked that night. It seemed like between us, and uh, we had a, a I don't know, it was probably a twenty twenty five minute match. It was tons of fun. So that's, that, really that's cool. one of my probably my favorite match I've ever had. That's good. That's nice. I like that. Did you did you pick a beer bottle up and throw it back? <laughs> right. You're the heel, right? 
No, no, I kept hoping someone would throw a, like a full beer to me and I could right. drink it because I was so parched in that place. <laughs> that's funny. I, that's the one thing I remember that whole match is, man, I want to drink water so bad. <laughs> that's funny. All right, so then let's move into the third one here. Who would you say, and maybe you've already covered this, but who would you say is your biggest influence in this business? Yeah, um, yeah, Foley before I got mm-hmm. into the business and then probably hinting afterwards. I mean, but I, I pick up stuff on a lot of guys. Um, just from a personal level locally, mm-hmm. um, guys, um, Derek Stone yeah. worked with me a lot post-Sunny. Okay. Uh, whenever uh, I, I got done doing the training with Sonny and kind of started venturing out and uh, Derek helped me get a lot of things clicking in my head and uh, worked a lot of great matches with Derek. He's, he's up there on some of my favorite matches I've ever had. Nice. Um, yeah, we hear good things uh, about that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy's a great guy. You guys need to have him on. He's, he's awesome. Yeah, he's okay. super funny. I was talking to him at the last Metro pro show that he did. And I was at the uh, Rob Schamberger after party mm. And he's hilarious. Yeah? Like okay. he's legitimately one of the funniest guys I've ever met. Okay. First time out, you oh, know what yeah. I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. we do got to get this guy. Yeah. In here. yeah. Oh yeah, he's he's and he's got such a dry sense of humor. It's great. Okay, here we go. So the next one, and this one is a little bit, it's a little more fun, a little bit more fun. <laughs> but you can you can go anywhere with this one. Uh-huh. So, what is your favorite term? In pro wrestling, so as far as babyface, heel, things like that, what's your favorite term? Oh gosh, um, it's kind of modified. I used to say gimmick all the time, mm. and then my wife actually got on me and was like, you know what, you're, you're saying gimmick too much. So <laughs> yeah. I had to reframe. So for like the past six years, I've been gimmick free, so to speak. <laughs> right. Um, I always like the term shit can. Yeah. Well, that's a first. Uh, yeah, yeah, we haven't heard that one. Yeah, I, 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 I always laugh at it. Anytime someone says, hey, we'll throw you over the ropes, chicken you, and I'm like, ah. Like, I don't know, the, the adolescent in me laughs. So is that. Like my little son laughs at the word fart now, you know. Right. And I'm like the same way every time I hear the word chicken. And it's just fun to say whenever <laughs> yeah, you're talking. Yeah, it does sound like. I don't, do, I don't curse a lot. So right. whenever I'm talking matches, uh, I'm, I'm very straightforward. I don't drop the F-bomb every other word. And, uh. So then I'll be like, mm, maybe we'll shake in you. That's just that's just a lot of fun to say. I don't know why. Oh, it just rolls right off the tongue, you know. Yeah, yeah and it I just think rolls they... off the, the term. And I say it with other things too. Anytime something gets thrown out or something, I say, "Well, we'll just shake in that thing out here." Yeah, it, it's something that um, you even if you've never heard it, you don't really need an explanation. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows what it means. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's probably my favorite term. Okay, I like that. So then let's get in this fifth one, and this is not. It's not really a question, so it kind of lied. It's more of a hypothetical thought experiment. Yeah, like a thought experiment. And it might okay. be a little more difficult because you've never met uh, us in person, but maybe you just kind of got some ideas in the tank here. But let's pretend we're in a creative meeting. Right? It's the three of okay. us, and we're booking you uh, for your next big feud. I'm talking this is taking you to the top. This is getting you over over to the moon, right? Okay, we're, yeah. We're putting you against my co-host, T-Mac. No, no. Give me the storyline. Oh, okay. So, are, are T Mac are you a heel or a face? It's up to you. Oh gosh. Well, I like being a heel. So, okay. I'd say maybe you go out and you you punk some jobber out. You know, you're you're on a roll. And yeah. Here I come, and I cut a promo, and you embarrass me. Oh. So let's say Good. next time we oh. we're in the ring, we meet, and uh, let's pull out a classic fireball angle. Ooh. Get the flash paper out. I'll blind you. Yeah, I like this. Yeah, well, you can you can go away for a few weeks, 
you know, if we're doing tapings, like we're, you know, creative meetings. Oh, yeah, this is a, this is a, so we're, we're this filming is a long every draw week. Here. So yeah. a couple of weeks go by, you know, the, the mystery of time changes in wrestling and people think it's years. Right. You come back course. and you've got, you know, some little gimmick mask on your face. You jump me, challenge me to some sort of gimmick match, like a blindfold match. Ooh, like Howard, you know, we, we tease it for a few weeks and then we, we have the big blow up match and um, I go for the fireball and maybe I hit. By that time I got a manager, you duck, I hit him with fireball, and you take it home. The manager's wow. captain. No. Oh. Yeah. Oh, oh yes. well, you, you, oh. you got to take the fireball, man. Man, I guess I'd do that if we're, <laughs> we're going to get him I like that storyline. This is pretty – we haven't had anything like this. No, this, this is, is very good. interesting. I like the, a blindfold yeah, match. I haven't I seen one old school fireball gimmick. I yeah. love it. I love those. Things. I like that. Maybe Magic Man can get involved in there somehow. You know, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah, I've seen more mess ups with those fireball games. Oh, I imagine. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the, hey man, this has been amazing. So, what uh, are you working again uh, sometime soon? What what can we plug some stuff? People can follow some stuff. Oh sure, yeah. Um, I think the next match is the Metro Show. Okay, good. Uh, yeah. I'm in um, a four way match for uh, Metro's Brass Ring match. So mm-hmm. the winner of the match yeah. gets a. Uh, Brass ring, similar to like the money in the bank, to cash it in any time. Like this for a title shot. So I'm in there with um, Jake Durden. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Devin Thomas from Omaha area, and then Mark Sterling. So Mark Sterling. Um, that's, a, that's a tough, tough group of dudes to go up against. Tough, to, tough group of dudes. Um, but the good thing is, is that uh, you know we can all team up on Sterling because we have hair. Right. And he doesn't. <laughs> there you go. And we all have, yeah. we all have beards. Well, I guess Mark's got a little bit of a beard. So, yeah, he has yeah. a little bit of a, yeah, I, yeah. If Mark's listening, he needs to grow his beard more Right. for this match. Beard up, so, as yeah, it were. Beard up, boy. Beard up. We'll, we'll have it the four, fatal four-way with beards. Right. <laughs> and you're on the Twitter, too, right? I mean, that's how we've been I'm on talking. the Twitter, at Craig Kiesman. That's with the K, K-R-A-I-G. Right. Uh, you can also hashtag Viking Vintner. Mm, okay, yeah. And that uh, comes up usually with some stuff. So you can follow what I do. Usually it's uh, gym or martial arts, wrestling things. Who knows? Nice. Might be on there throwing chops. Just all over the place, yeah. Well, cool, man. I'd really appreciate you coming on. This has been real fun. I've had a, I've had oh, a blast. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me. It's been a blast. I, I like doing this kind of stuff. So. Yeah. We've got a uh, we haven't run an episode of we we did a special one time with Iceman even called uh, Road Stories. So we'll definitely have to get you on. Maybe get you on that. Yeah, for sure. Oh, is that that sounds pretty fun? Sounds like just telling stories, right? Pretty much what it is. Okay, yeah, yeah, because I got some good ones. All right, good man. All right, well, cool. We'll let you get out of here, and everybody should go following. If you're in the KC area, check them out at KC Metro. We're gonna grab that brass ring. Come on. All right, Craig Keesman. That's right. That's right. Thanks, guys. Thanks a lot. Man, that was fun. That was. All right. So let's, uh, geez, a blindfold match. huh? And I win. And you win. But uh-huh. I haven't seen one of those in forever. Well, I can't. I, I can't. I only remember the, what was it, Martell and Jake Roberts? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, has there been another one, like, on the on the screen? You know, I mean, certainly, you know, promotions have probably run a few, but God. Nothing on, like, a maybe I TNA. A, I think TNA did something early on, like, you know, the first two years or so. Bring out a, it's got to be hard to accomplish. Oh, hell yeah. I wouldn't do it. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't do it no. on TV, ever. No, unless you have something that maybe you can actually see through, but it's still yeah, going to be rough. Yeah, but still, it's like if rough, the crowd yeah. notices, then you're fucked. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. All right, well, we'll get out of here. We're going to come back and do some emails. Uh-huh. Yeah. My favorite segment. Come on. Like it? Yeah. You. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We will do that when we return to the Spanish announce table.
which is on SpanishAnnounceTable.net, and... We are in the wrong business. Hmm. Human trafficking brings in an estimated $32 billion a year. We need to go into that. Maybe we're not. Yeah. <laughs> Training Topics Network, <laughs> back up! everyone it's captain awesome and one of the most common questions i get is captain how can i be awesome like you and host a podcast and if i had the time to explain how to podcast to every single one of you i would but i don't i'm a family man i hold two jobs i got a lot of responsibilities plus it takes a lot of time to be this awesome but i can still help you out all you got to do is go to our website spanishannouncetable.net Right there on the front of the page is this big red box that tells you to check out our sponsor page. You click that, and on our sponsor page, if you scroll down a little bit, you're going to see a big banner that says, Learn How to Podcast. It's for The School of Podcasting. And these are podcast tutorials hosted by Dave Jackson, an award-winning podcast teacher. He's been downloaded over 1 million times, and he's been podcasting for over 10 years. In fact, in 2014, he was named the Director of Podcasting for the New Media Expo, one of the top events in the industry. He's also won awards at Fortune 500 companies for his customer service. So Dave knows what he's doing. And these podcast tutorials include things like Computer 101, where you learn how to manage files, cut, copy, paste, and more. Planning your podcast, like how to pick a name, choosing a host, setting up your blog, what tools are best for you. Producing your podcast, where you get professional sounding podcasts, choosing the best software, the podcasting style, etc. Also, he teaches you how to build your website. You can watch tutorials on plugins, themes, and all that junk. There's also tools on how to promote your podcast. This is where you can try to earn some of that money. And Dave feels so strongly about the School of Podcasting, he's offering a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you want to know how to podcast, go to SpanishAnnounceTable.net, click that big red box that tells you to check out our sponsor page, find School of Podcasting, take some of those classes, and they're going to give us a little kickback, and you will have learned how to be awesome just like me. What if this guy wins the Rumble? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That'll happen. Sure. Hey, how was that interview? I like that. It was great. Yeah. Off air, I almost convinced myself of a new Final Four. Yeah, you did. Oh, yeah. Let's run down this story and see if everyone else hates it as much as I hated it. Yeah. And it's, and again. But the, what sucks, I hate it because it's like, oh, fuck, this is going to happen. And again. So, yes. And let me state before i say this uh-huh. this isn't what i want this is kind of like remember when i said kane and daniel bryan were gonna do something yeah, yeah. and it ended up happening yes. but everyone was like t-mac oh, you want it wasn't yeah. Uh, yeah i will come drive a truck yeah, up the ass. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah big josh uh-huh. it's not what i want it's what i think will happen so here you go got my headphones on backwards right okay so the final four will be this <sighs> it will be brock lesnar brock lesnar Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. A returning Randy, Randy Orton. Because I'm banking on that. I think the Daniel Bryan thing, they'll wait till a fast lane mm-hmm. to recharge that little. Fast lane. Right. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying Randy Orton. Yep. And then Sheamus. Sheamus. Because you have to have a League of Nations guy in gotcha. there. Gotcha. So Bray Wyatt eliminates Brock Lesnar. Uh, or the Wyatts. The right, Wyatts. Yeah, they elim- come back after Lesnar has right. eliminated Bray Wyatt and right. they. 
team pull them off. Right, yeah. So they eliminate right. Brock Lesnar. And that Lesner. sets up that feud. Right. Brock Lesnar's trying to fuck with them, and they yep. keep getting the upper hand. Right. Somehow, Roman Reigns gets the upper hand on the other two guys, and then by proxy of bullshit, Triple H works a way back in for a surprise appearance yep. and gets Roman Reigns out, yep. eliminating him. Yeah. That leads to that match, mm-hmm. leaving the last two... Randy, Randy Orton, Orton and, and Sheamus, which we fucking hate, but, but they it's do been it all the fucking time. Nine million times. Randy Orton wins. Randy Orton Next wins. Next night on Raw, guess who comes back? It's the League of Nations. League of Nations. And so now you have Randy Orton versus the League of Nations with the title. Mm-hmm. You have Roman Reigns, Triple H for the fucking control of the company yeah, bullshit. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have Brock Lesnar. And Bray Wyatt with the I'm a beast, well, yep. I'm a fucking psycho. So we said at Fastlane it would be Orton versus Sheamus. Now, WrestleMania said, who do you put against Sheamus in the main event or, you know, in uh-huh. the big title match? And you said. Uh, I said, fatal four-way, you elevate Del Rio. Yep. Del Rio, Sheamus, Rusev, Orton. Yep. It's a fatal four-way, but it's three-on-one. It's three-on-one, right. and that's where we see the implosion of the League of Nations. So at WrestleMania, essentially, the League of Nations ends, yeah. but because of implosion, right. then Kevin Owens will lose to Dean Ambrose at Royal Rumble right. so that the next night he goes, I'm bitching, does exactly right. almost yeah, what yeah. CM Punk does, except for on a lesser scale because it's yeah. Intercontinental sure. title, Undertaker. Yeah. And there's your fucking card. Yeah. God damn it, I hate this. I'm right, ain't I? Yeah, you I don't want to be right on this. Surprise me. You oh, know? God. Have You know? I don't know. That feels too right. I hate it. It really? does feel too right. <laughs> I and it. I hate it a lot. All right, let's just get into the emails. Yeah, if you want to email the show, you just fucking do it! Do it! You do tableshow at gmail.com. That's also where you can donate any funds through Please the PayPal. Please donate a dollar, guys. It was a dollar. Hey, because we see dollar, you. Dollar, 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 holla, 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 holla. We see you, and we won't name dollar, any dollar, names. Uh, give me a dollar, bitch. Well, we won't <laughs> name any names, so we see on I won't tell Twitter. you which ultimate one did this. Right. <laughs> but if you say, we're waiting on, we're, we're waiting on, uh, Spanish announce table. Yeah, yeah. Where's the Spanish? Where's it gonna drop? Thank you so much yeah. for being a follower and a listener and a contributor. But hey, you want us to do it on time all the time? <laughs> fucking pay something. <laughs> Just saying. <laughs> all right, let's get into the emails, and we always kick them off with Cata motherfucking. Glismic. He says, "Oh, <clears throat> I used to have the volume up to say something." He says, "Hey yo, let's." What is up, Captain Cruz and T. Dillamac? It's Santa! Or was it Captain Cruz, maybe? Like Ted Cruz? Like Cruz? Cruz? Did you see the uh, tweets about one of his old college roommates? Uh-uh. <laughs> his old college roommate was ripping him on Twitter. He was like, we used to call him Cruz. It runs with Cruz. He was like, Ted Cruz would leave this gross film on everything. We called it Cruz. It rhymes with scuzz. He's like, now there's crows on my TV. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, what's his ass? Fucking like grilled him. Uh, Bob Dole. Oh yeah. Bob yeah. Dole was like, this party will fall apart if oh, he's yeah. our nominee. Look, old school Republicans are like, this is bullshit. Yeah. He was talking about Cruz. Yeah. Oh wow. Ted Not Cruz. Even Trump, huh? No. Good. Yeah. Look, that whole entire Tea Party right. With- this is a goddamn desperate grab for. Yeah. People, like dear life, yeah. it's like oh. there has to be a lot of crazy people out there. So we're just gonna say this there message is, over and over. I saw a documentary that I wanna uh, 
check out. It's called The Brainwashing of My Dad. It's about Fox News, Rush Limbaugh. I've got a great documentary that I have that I'll let you borrow. It's called Outfoxed. Yeah. And it's about Fox News. Yeah. And I watched it in college about uh, my broadcasting class. Oh, they're fucking I've I've gone fights over this with my dad. I'm like, you realize this is like, and I know they know. They know it's not real news. Mm -hmm. They know it's shit, but it's just, they want it. Patting on the back. It's it's you are. You yeah. are scared. Yeah. You, you are. are better than these people. You they are, are ruining everything yeah. that yep. you Yeah. 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 And let me clarify. The, well, the lady who made this documentary said, she was like, my father went from a non-political Democrat mm-hmm. to fast forward 20 years later to a screaming, angry, xenophobic racist. Yep. She was like, the only thing that changed was he got a job far away and had a commute and started listening to talk radio. Yep. Now, let me clarify. MSNBC and every other oh, they're just right and left yeah. do the same fucking yeah. thing. But- the like poster the f- child right. is Fox News, yeah, but they are the worst about like just not not as far as like yeah just and, and just vile. Mm-hmm. Like you can argue the politics all you want to say, oh you just become a little, but like right. they preach Hate. like hatred. Mm-hmm. It's right. nuts. All right, anyway, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Anyhow, uh, back to Kat's email. Yeah, back to Kat's email. But what were we saying? We were talking Cruz about Cruz and Bob Dole and all that. Oh, Cruz I was going to make one more statement, but it's a political suit. Okay, so go ahead, back. So, was <laughs> like, what the fuck? Yeah. So, as you guys might know, Kevin Owens is good on Twitter. No, fuck that. Kevin Owens is the fucking man on Twitter. Putting down ignorant trolls online, left and right, it's fucking great. The other day, Tough Enough winner Josh, a.k.a. the Sookie Wookie, a.k.a. Bronson, put a tweet out in the middle of Raw during the social outcast match saying, yep, I like it, hashtag social jobbers. Mm -hmm. Did you hear about all this? I did Mm -hmm. see it, yeah. This has led to him getting blocked by Kevin Owens, and the two had an exchange about it, and Cody Rhodes telling him to enjoy dressing in the halls, then proceeded to call him a dick. Mm -hmm. He said ban, too. Mm -hmm. Now, it's one thing for fans to tweet something like that out, but your co-worker and peer? I'm not a fan of Josh. To me, he's always been known as the white Roman Reigns. What do you guys think about Josh's tweet? Do you see him getting heat for it from management, or do you guys think like Stardust and Owens could get heat for the way they responded to him? I, I think it's this. I think uh, Cody and Kevin, first off, let, I think they took it out of context. Of what, I, like, I think he was like, yep, I like it, social job, but I think he like, honestly liked it. Right. Uh, but he it's not his place. Right. It's not his place. It's like... It's like if we hosted it's like if we hosted a show and let's just say we had a contributor that would come into the studio that mm-hmm. was a part but like you're 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 the B team. Right. You know what I mean? You're yeah. and you made a comment about one of our contri- like Kata. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like no B B team. Right. You don't talk yeah. about us. Right. You haven't earned your right team right, to get yeah. up here. Well, and that's what they were like, hey, look at Mr. No fucking experience. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it's that that's the, where the resentment comes yeah, from. Yeah, no, I get where the resentment yeah, comes yeah. from. I think they th- were a little more mad than maybe they should have been. They could have just been like, what a fucking joke. Right. And right. I, I'm, most likely that's probably where they came from, but mm-hmm. they were also during a show, so they were probably high strung. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 true. So they're, it's probably like the, hey, fuck you, but you don't understand. I was just told by Pat Patterson that I've got to go do a you know radio interview at 7 in the morning, so fuck you, man. You know, yeah, one of those things. Right. But what a fucking pussy society we're starting to live in. Where we're getting excited that someone blocks someone on social <laughs> fucking media. God damn. Well, they're talking about this guy could be in the Rumble, and they're almost doing it just so 
people can fucking give him the what for. Well, good. Yeah. That's awesome. He's going to get chopped the fuck up. That's the best thing for him. Yeah, absolutely it is. it's the Eva Marie thing. Yeah. You think I fucking suck? Guess what? I'm on your TV. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So fucking awesome. But I don't know. Like mm-hmm. We're getting excited that blocking on Twitter. <laughs> get the fuck out of here. As much as I can't stand Heath Slater and Adam Rose, at least these guys have been on the roster for quite some time. Who is this jobber to call them out? I'd advise him to keep his mouth shut and his eyes and ears open, or else he could end up like the rest of the Tough Enough winners, and that's nowhere. Time for some UFC talk. Actually, MMA talk, because I watched the Invicta show as well. Dillashaw versus Cruz? Holy fuck, what a fight, and so close to call, in my opinion. Dominic Cruz won. I love the comeback story of Cruz, but I personally thought and wanted Dillashaw to retain. My only problem with the fight was, mm-hmm. if you were going in there fighting a guy who recovered from numerous ACL tears... Why wouldn't you keep kick, leg kicking him? Mm-hmm. When TJ did leg kick him the few times near the end of the fight, it looked like it really affected Dominic. Very true. Can we talk about Matt Mitrione's eye? Did I say uh, that right? Yep. Holy fuck. I heard he suffered a broken orbital bone. Mm-hmm. That's got to hurt. Mackie, what did you think about the two eye pokes in that fight? It, it, so, gloves are made not well in the UFC. One, they're cheap. Mm-hmm. Like the ones you can get at Walmart are legitimately. Kraus told me this because he fights in the UFC. The ones you get at Walmart are legitimately the ones they use in the right. UFC. Mm-hmm. So that's a cheap material. It sucks. Well, and they were doing. Yeah, th- didn't they do that in response to people saying it was too brutal? So they were like, "Oh, look, we put gloves on him." Well, but y- yeah, 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 yeah right. for initially, right? And the gloves are perfect. I mean, are a perfect addition. Yeah, because people can't handle that their bare fist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Bellator. UFC's competition. They made their own special glove. And what they did, and if you notice, Bellator's eye pokes are like literally maybe a tenth of what happens in the UFC. Okay. Because for Can't those extend the finger all the way? Yeah. The the glove curls makes you curl, yeah. makes you curl your fingers towards the the top so of the glove. You have to like get up. You have to legitimately which happens because it's it's human nature if you run at me. To yeah. push you back. Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, what happens when I push you back? Yeah. My fingers come out. Sure. But if the glove, like Bellator's glove, is made where it curves your fingers down. Yeah, you have to like be bent back almost. And the worst, typically, that will happen now, there's exceptions. Yeah, you're not going to dig into the eye with that. You're just right. Gonna you're going to get a knuckle right. in the right. eye, yeah, yeah, which, yeah. hey, that's a punch. Yeah. So fuck yourself. So will UFC adopt the Bellator glove? Fuck no, because Dana White will never give them right. any right. pub unless they buy them. And then he'll wear a Bellator shirt and say, oh, I love Bellator. No, you fucking didn't. Right. Pride, you asshole. Um, so what they need to do is adopt the Bellator glove. That stops these problems. Okay. Because it's not the fighter's fault. Yeah, and you're in the heat of moment, you're in a fight. Right, when natural reaction is to put your hand out. Yeah, now, if you got some guy who's legitimately waiting for the oh, right thing and fucking Koscheck, yeah, Koscheck does that shit all the time, who's now in Bellator, so it should be interesting. Hmm. Uh, the fight with Cruz and Faber. I thought, yeah, Dillashaw should have been fucking kicking his leg all the goddamn time because he had a hurt leg for two years. But Cruz beat him 4-1. I didn't even think it was close. Like, I thought it was close each round, but I thought it was clearly, well, he won. Right. He won. So it was 4-1 Cruz. Gotcha. Totally thought that. But because Dillashaw just wanted like, I'm going for a home run. I'm going for a home run. Stop going for home runs. You're a little, you little babies. You guys don't have power. I mean, he does, but like, uh-huh. just hit him. And so I was just- I'm looking forward to the UFC 197 press conference that will be on Fight Pass in a few days' time. Should be good. Oh my God! He posted. Actually, this is a little late. He posted the highlights of that conference 
uh, McGregor dressed up like El Guapo, or what, how do you say it? El, El Chapo? Guapo. El Guapo? Oh, El Chapo? El Chapo. Okay. He dressed up like El like Chapo. In that shirt. Yeah, and tried to recreate the handshake <laughs> with Sean Penn <laughs> with Dos Anjos, and Dos Anjos was like, go fuck yourself. <laughs> He's like, ah! Funny. Yeah. That's funny. All right. How about that Aussie Megan Anderson? She's so hot. I'm a sucker for the tats, plus the Aussie accent is a plus. This was the first time I've seen Cyborg fight. I thought she was pretty good. That toenail injury looked brutal. I popped for Angela over Kill Hill. I remember watching her fight in the UFC. Mm-hmm. Anything else? Well, you know I love Megan. Yeah, yeah. It's Megan, actually. Oh, it's Megan. Yeah, it's spelled like Megan, but kind of like the Lana thing. Uh-huh, yeah, I had yeah, to learn. Right, yeah. It's Megan uh, Anderson because okay, gotcha. she's Australian. And... Uh, Cyborg. She's, she's not from New Zealand. No, she's not from New Zealand. She's Australian. And uh, Cyborg. Cyborg is a beast, but remember, she isn't getting any younger. Yeah, no. And there's a young, up-and-coming Australian who might want oh, to knock oh, her out. Oh, oh, oh. Anyways, thanks for this beautiful podcast you provide every week. Keep it up. I might send a dollar. Or maybe 50 cents. Lol. No PS this week. Santa! Out. Hey, if you, send, cents, fuck if, cents. if you send 50 cent, uh, put in their young buck. <laughs> Get it? Because yeah. G-Unit. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Especially you, you asshole. <laughs> That'd be funny because <laughs> you're young bucks. <laughs> no! Oh, I love it. All right, let's move on to Katie the First. Lady. She says, well. the Royal Rumble is this Sunday. And I'm excited, at least more excited than the last couple of years. The title is on the line, and there's at least three possibilities, in my opinion, of who will win. Reigns, Lesnar, or Triple H, should he enter. But then again, it could be a complete surprise, right? As for the other matches, I'm happy the way Becky versus Charlotte has been progressing and how Becky is growing as a performer, and I'm looking forward to the match. The other match I'm excited for is Ambrose versus Owens, last man standing. This looks to be a very physical match. Will this year's Rumble be an improvement and finally make people happy? Maybe if they add some styles. Talk to you guys next week. Later. Katie, the first lady. I definitely think the card is great. Like, it's all title matches for the most part, other than oh, the bullshit yeah, yeah, yeah. thing. Like, so the card is looking good. There could be some great undercard matches. I think the Rumble <laughs> might wind up disappointing a bunch of people. Uh, see, I think the Rumble will disappoint in the sense of. Oh, man. Um, I'm trying to think of someone. Oh, man. Damien Sandow came out, which will be fun, yeah, but yeah, like, yeah. ah, yeah. you know, where we want Finn Balor. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But in my opinion, Vince or Triple H or the the powers that be, not what Vince Russo. Sting wins it? Well, this is what I'm saying. Sting going into Mania. No. Hall of Fame. Not, not that. But Champ. The the powers that be, not uh-huh. Vince Russo from WCW, but the powers that be right, at WWE. The actual powers, the actual that powers be. that be. I feel like they're doing this, and this is, again, outsider's perspective, but I feel like they're saying, okay, we don't have Seth. Mm-hmm. We don't have Cena. Right. Most likely we won't have either Daniel Bryan or Randy Orton. Right. One yeah. of those. I don't think we both don't of them. CM Punk. We, we don't, don't have, have CM Punk. Right. We don't have Cesaro. We got The Rock. Yeah, we have The Rock, but kind of well, limited. He's not going to be there yeah. for doing it, right? Yeah, he's not going to wrestle. Right. I think he'll be a special guest referee. Uh-huh. But so we're limited. So what we need to do to keep these assholes happy is shock them. And I think this is where they're going to try to shock us. Okay. So that is where I think the AJ match AJ Styles be. wins the Royal Rumble. Which, I mean. Fuh. 
Would that? Holy shit! The just like you said, that WWE would do something. That's why it won't happen. Right. We'll just move on. But you know how confident we said that Undertaker would Undertaker would beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. Yes. So you know, you never know. Yeah. Which is that's that's what makes it fun. Like I said. Yeah. Is the storyline writing great? No, but nope. I don't know what's gonna happen, and that's fun. True. All right, we'll move on. Thanks, Katie. Katie. To end day. I need you to wait for it. Connor had a lot Anderson. of them. There it is. Mm-hmm. Hello, someone. And the other guy. That's me. Hey, there's only one other guy, and that's me. Yeah, I don't even mind that you didn't say my name. I like it. Recognition. Yeah! Yeah! Woo! That's what I'm talking about! Oh, I feel so good about my life! <laughs> yes! My life! My life, not yours! <laughs> Mine! My friend Heavy Set brought up that we could see the Wyatts versus Brock and Taker at Mania. I like the idea, because you don't need Undertaker in a singles match anymore since he lost the streak. And it would be a nice end to their feud and big match for the Whites. Do you like that idea? But the question is, if they have that match, who wins? Thank you for reading my email. And that has been my Spanish nickel. Double A. P.S. Mm-hmm. Just messing with you, T-Mac. I love you. A-dubs. Aw. Yeah. Aw. Hey. <laughs> Gosh. You can see T-Max face right now. Gosh. So happy. Um, no, that match makes no fucking sense. Yeah, that match sucks. <laughs> like, no, like, no offense, uh, but we just had Kane and Undertaker beat all four of them. Yeah. Now we think a fucking real legit Brock yeah, and, uh, Undertaker, and Undertaker. Like, that's even worse. What if Kane wins what? the Royal Rumble? No. But Kane could be a surprise. Could be a surprise. Yeah. Like, ah. <sighs> and he, I bet you he, if he does show up, because he'll be Demon King. Mm-hmm. He does a, he eliminated the last five in a row mm-hmm. kind of fun thing. Right, and then Brock. See ya. Yeah, Brock yeah. or or Bray. Yeah. You know what I yeah. mean? One of those guys. Because I right. think he's a baby face right now. For, if they had that match, who wins? Well, like I just Take told you, SummerSlam, Kane and Undertaker yeah. beat all four of them. So there you go. Brock Lesnar, who's yeah. a fucking real legit guy right now in his prime. Yeah, he's going to yeah, kill him. All right, we'll move on. Because like I told you, the fucking Wyatts, <laughs> Yeah. remember, the Wyatts are not the Undertaker. Right. The Wyatts are Papa Shango. Yeah. They have glimpses of Undertaker. But they're Papa Shango. But they're Papa Shango. Yeah. Papa Shango made Ultimate Warrior bleed from his head, yeah, remember, yeah, all yeah, that yeah, crazy, yeah, or, yeah, you yeah. Know, whatever. So there's moments, but the Wyatts are Papa Shango. Yeah. They're not Undertaker. They're not the Undertaker. Papa Shango. Change of perspective. And you're happier. Right. <laughs> the ultimate one. What is up, Captain A and T McDonald's? It's your homeboy, back like I never left, with some good old grade A. Top notch. Shit so good makes you want to slap your mama or grandma. Somebody's getting slapped because I got that food 
flagging for that ass. Yeah. One. Hey, hold on. Uh. And remember, it's okay to be Godfather. He's going into the Hall of Fame this year. Yes. You think you? No, did you hear they oh, leaked? No. They leaked it. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. I thought you saw that and you no. didn't want to include it. No. Yeah, it's leaked. Uh, Regis Philman's going into the celebrity wing. JBL, Freebirds, um, Godfather, but he's going How as- How did this get leaked? Someone- Oh, know. my God. Uh, but he's going in as Charles Wright because he was Papa Shango yeah, and yeah, Godfather. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, And then someone else. I can't remember. But, yeah, those were the four. That's a good lineup. Right. I like that. Freebirds, JBL, Sting, uh, Regis filming because who cares? Yeah. Um, That's th- that brings media attention. Yep. So yeah, there it is. That's good. I like that lineup. Mm-hmm. Now yeah. it could change, but that's what it was. I told you the Freebirds were going in. Yeah, you right. One with Nakamura leaving for WWE. Who can you see taking his place at number three? What? I don't understand what that means. Who do at I see? Number three. As the number three guy in New Japan Pro Wrestling. Maybe. Bushi. Okay. That's who I would say. My pick is Tetsuya Naito. With his change in attitude and his own faction, I can see him comp- competing for the IC title this year. Or Kenny Omega, because Kenny Omega pinned him. Right. So. Two, who is your favorite to win the Rumble, and who is your dark horse pick to win? Okay. Uh, my favorite is, like, if I'm betting money, uh huh, I'm putting my money fucking on Triple H. On Triple H, not yeah. Roman Reigns. No. Triple H. Roman's not going to win back to back. Right. Yeah. That just won't happen. So yeah. if you if you if we if this was a betting like Triple real H. money, right. I'm saying Triple right. H. Yeah. My dark horse is a true dark horse. Mm-hmm. My dark horse would be Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens. That's my true dark horse. I'd say my dark horse would be Bray Wyatt. Mm. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. Yeah. All right. Uh, and of course, you know, whatever. I'm going to have to go with Brock fucking sucks Lesnar only because of all the recent injuries. And my dark horse pick would be a toss-up between Bray Wyatt and ADR. Oof, ADR. Oh. Man, you almost made me puke in my oh. mouth. <laughs> oh, ultimate one. It's weird, too, how none of us are even like Brock Lesnar. Fuck that guy is not winning. Well, I think because kind of what they did at the go-home show with him getting his ass kicked by the Wyatts. If, if that finish on Raw happens two weeks out of Rumble, well, then the go-home show is Brock Lesnar dismantles the Wyatts, and now now he looks strong. Yeah. But because he looked weak and he hasn't got revenge, that storyline right, has to take right, off. yeah. Uh, three. Are you guys excited to see season two of Lucha Underground? I am. What I haven't seen is the last show of season one yet. I keep putting that off, and I've heard great things about the fucking match with with uh, Vampiro and I, I've, and, and uh, I, I, Pentagon. Yeah, yeah I may have told you guys this, and I'll say it again. If not, I don't get that channel, so the only thing I see is their highlight clips yeah. on YouTube. Watch online. Yeah, yeah, I could. Yeah. Now I have a computer. I've heard that match was the shit, though, yeah. so i got to go back and watch I it. I have a computer now, so maybe I should. Spoiler alert, I went to the first set of tapings back in December. Nice. Did you have a Tweet the Table sign? Ooh. So uh, there's my question back to you. If I don't see no tweet the table sign, you didn't fucking go. Yeah. Four. <laughs> no, you said, look, there's my face. No. Nope. 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 Your brother. Four. <laughs> Out of all the potential and confirmed signings, who will have the longer career in WWE? Out of AJ, Anderson, Gallows, or Nakamura? I feel like 
because he wrestles such a safe way and he's unassuming. Because those are always the guys that like laugh. Gallows? No, Anderson. Anderson, huh? Because I think they'll push Gallows as the big monster. That'll fail. Now you're fired. AJ will retire. Yeah. Nakamura can't speak English. So then you're just left with Carl Anderson. And he's a good tag team guy that you can put with really anyone. Mm -hmm. Finn Balor. And there, so I think he'll last longest. Okay. Five, what is your favorite Royal Rumble overall? Well, the one when Ric Flair came in and won it yeah, was, a, was one of my favorites for sure. And, and it was mine too. Mm-hmm. And even when I look back, it's still one of my favorites. But one that people don't talk about, so I'll say it's my favorite. I have two actually. Even though the story – I'll bring up the one that probably is my favorite because I watched it live and I remember it really resonating with me is the one Rey Mysterio won. Okay, yeah, that's a good Because one. the final three was Ray, Orton, and Triple H. Yeah. Now you say that nine times out of ten. Ray's getting dumped first. Yeah, Ray's yeah. the first one yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so it was fun and surprising to see Ray won. Yeah. Now, I wasn't a huge fan of Because Eddie. Yeah. But I liked it. Yeah. And he was in there forever. I think he's the longest one ever. Right. And so yeah, he was one, one. No, yeah, he was two, two or two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is still one. Yeah. Uh, right. Yeah. Can we not <laughs> fucking establish that? <laughs> yeah. Like, everybody's always like, oh my god, I don't want to go number one. one. You don't want to go two either. <laughs> you know. I don't know which one it was, but what's always stuck with me is when you know they were doing the draw mm-hmm. and demolition. Mm-hmm. Axe and Smash were number one, one too, because they yeah. did the draw. And he's like, looks like it's gonna be a long night. And yeah. like they didn't look at each other's balls. He's like, yeah. Me too. And then they were number one and number two. I was like, what? Because I was still a little mark. I was like, uh, oh, my God. Anyway. Uh, so <laughs> I'll say Ray's win at the Rumble was probably my favorite because I was old enough to understand what was going on, and I was watching it with some good friends. So that's probably my personal favorite. It's not the best. Personal favorite. Another personal favorite, and it's more of the finish than the actual match. I think it's 2007. 2007. When it came down to Shawn Michaels and Undertaker, mm. and they wrestled a fucking match. You're right, yeah. Like, it wasn't the last two, and now, oh, I'm trying to yeah, push yeah, you. Yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. They're like, all right, now we're having a match. Yeah. And then the finish was cool, the super kick that then took him over the top, and Undertaker got it, and Shawn, you thought maybe turned, but no, he was just disgruntled. That's a, another one. Yeah, that's a good one. Like so that. those are my two. And then, obviously, 92. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's, yeah. Yeah. I like that. I like all of this. All right. Thank you guys for all that you uh, have here at the Spanish Announce Table. My weekends working 12 hours graveyard shift would be boring as hell without you guys. So for that, I thank you guys. Ultimate, out. Hey, if you're working uh, 12-hour shifts, you can give us a dollar. We know you're working. (laughs) I would have sent a dollar. Okay. But Amazon has $1 items now and had to get this 9-ounce bag of Skittles. You had Skittles delivered to you. <laughs> yeah. Over giving us a fucking dollar. Yeah. Skittles, man. Right to your front door. I hope those Skittles give you diarrhea. All right. We'll move on to Nels. Yeah. Hello again, fuckos. Looking forward to a very interesting Royal Rumble. Raw has been decent lately. SmackDown has finally been watchable. And my created player on WWE 2K16 just got called up to the main roster. Time for some thoughts. One. For a bunch of douchebags, the Mean Street Posse sure had a cool team move. The Stock Exchange. SmackDown episode 20. I'll have to check that out, man. The Stock Exchange. Of course. I liked the Mean Street Posse. 
thought they fit perfect for what they were. Pete Gas? Mm-hmm. In that promo by by Shane when he's like, we train with the best equipment. We got the best. I mean, like, just because you know he felt every bit of that. He's like, you know I'm better than all of you? Yeah. Because I'm rich. Yeah, because my yeah. life is better. Two. Can you imagine if the night after pay-per-view Raw tried to be spoiler-free from what happened the night before? That'd be stupid. Three. <laughs> what now? Say it again. If the night after the pay-per-view Raw, the Raw after the night after, you know, after our pay-per-view, uh-huh. tried to be spoiler-free from what happened the night before. Oh, yeah, that'd be stupid. That'd be stupid. Yeah. Three. What the fuck is aw shucky ducky and who greenlit this phrase? Was it you, Road Dog, you some bitch? Four. Yeah, say I hate it. In an alternate universe somewhere, <clears throat> Bull Buchanan is Robin. And in that same universe, Batman has Down Syndrome. Five. <laughs> Ooh, look at me. Bull I know Buchanan. a bunch of Japanese names. Most boring segment of your show I've ever had to listen to. Sounding like some kind of wrestling hipster. Fuck out of here, nerd. <laughs> nerd! <laughs> Six. <laughs> That's great. Six. Seriously, though, I like SmackDown on USA. It's almost like WWE hasn't tried to make the show relevant. Oh, ha- hasn't tried to make the show relevant? Hadn't. Until the changing of networks, when is the last time Raw showed you a you missed this on SmackDown segment? Not never, because you missed nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I hope they do a brand Yeah, because what would they do? You missed this on SmackDown. The Raw Rewind! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Moro calls a move. That's what. That's the only yeah. thing you missed. Seven. I've been watching a lot of Attitude Era programming on the WWE Network. Like, a lot. I haven't got shit done around the house. Eight. Who tells Jericho it is okay to wear these things that he wears? And hey, you grab the Mrs. Mike BT dubs. By the oh, way. Uh Oh, yeah. Uh, did you notice that? The fucking M was upside down on the thing. I was like, <laughs> that's the Mrs. fucking Mike. Uh-huh. Nine. So, did. Yeah. I wore my page shirt today. Yeah. And she came back tonight. Yeah. Needless to say, I will be wearing my Daniel Bryan shirt the day of the Rumble. Might happen. Mm. 10. New Day shirt? Check. Replica tag title? Check. So I walk in like, ah, oh, Peter Piper Pizza, don't you dare be sour. Peter Piper Pizza. Okay. <laughs> then go to the closet. Out of the closest kids' party gathering and blow out candles on his cake. Well, guys, as always, <laughs> I'm so fucked up to walk in. Just <sighs> you wishing for now, bitch? Yeah. Well, guys, as always, keep on keeping up the good shits. Until next time, hashtag cocaine and fat bitches. Nels. I love that hashtag. Yeah. <laughs> I like these Nels. I emails, love it. Man. Yes. That, that is the antithesis of what we want when we say wrestling thoughts. Right. Yeah. Just, just random. Me. Like, he's just yeah. like, hey, you know what? Yeah. It would be stupid if they tried to be spoiler free. Yeah. <laughs> and those stupid Japanese names. Fuck, <laughs> fuck out of here, nerd. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We'll move on to the final one. Oh, that's funny. What's up, Captain Talking Smack and T Mac and Butt Crack? One of the three faces of Jeebs here. Are you ready? Yes. Jeebs. Back with a quick email for the podcast. One, Royal Rumble is the perfect place to debut AJ Styles. Why or why not? Why not? Because if he loses his first moment yeah, is... like, hey, you suck! <laughs> unless that leads to a feud yeah, with whoever that like, person is. What if he's like, okay, here we go. 
We said, what if he comes in and wins the Rumble? What if he comes in and he's the last guy eliminated? What if we think, holy fuck, are they going to do it? Mm-hmm. And it's a fucking dra- – it's him and Daniel Bryan. Right, yeah. And they're just fucking going like they could. Yeah. And that leads and to the, the match. And that leads to the match. You're right. Mm-hmm. Uh, but why – I think – I think the perfect place to debut all four of these fucking guys mm-hmm. – would you do the Bullet Club thing? No. Okay. Well, yes, I would. I would do uh, the two guys in NXT with with Finn. Okay. The tag team. Okay. And I would because Raw remembers three hours, right? Yeah. You can have a lot of moments in three hours. Yes. I think personally, the perfect place to debut Nakamura and AJ Styles is the night after WrestleMania, because that's when your new wrestling season starts right because if they come in now it's fine but it, it's murky it's with other things that are going on wrestlemania ends everything yeah and then the night then you debut in the night then you man. debut yeah. and now we're starting is, yeah you, right now they are they are starting sunday the road to wrestlemania if it ain't booked yet it ain't fucking happening right. or if it's not planned mm-hmm. to be booked you know yeah. what i mean like it like having them come in now, unless they have a big plan for where this is going to go for a big mania match, just feels is a waste of an opportunity. Exactly. So I say the why not is because of the WrestleMania season. You do that after WrestleMania. Why is because well, it's fucking, fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two and Nakamura. Yeah. yeah. Two. Thinking Royal Rumble eliminations. Would you say is the most shocking Rumble match elimination ever? Well, what would you say is the most shocking? I'd say Mr. McMahon eliminating Stone Cold or Maven eliminating Undertaker. But what do you guys think? I would say... Maven eliminating Undertaker was pretty shocking. Yes. But But you got it, too, because they were really trying to push Maven hard. Mm -hmm. I would say... (laughs) Maven fucking eliminating the Undertaker. What a company man. And now he's a fucking waiter at a TGI. I gotta think, they said this to Undertaker, and he was like, are you shitting me? Okay. The kid's fucking driving me to the next like, 10 cities. This guy? <laughs> I mean, I wonder what Maven had to do for Undertaker. You know what I mean? You talking about the guy who's scooping yogurt over at fucking catering right now? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah the guy that can't find Boop. his fucking shoes? But yeah, 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 yeah. He's, like, look, yeah. he's got one shoe <laughs> in his hand. <laughs> I don't know where the other one is. This and, fucking guy's going to And, and the whole thing is Undertaker's got it in his yeah. hand when he's saying <laughs> 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 He just uh, throws it at him and hits him in the head. Fine. I always thought a shocking, uh, I always, kind of what you said with the demolition thing, but when, uh, I think it was Jeff Hardy eliminated Matt Hardy. Yeah. Now, that's not the most shocking, but those were always shocking. But I would say Vince eliminating Stone Cold because he's a non-wrestler and that won WrestleMania, or uh, that won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. So that's why I would say that's probably the most shocking. Three, rest in peace, Iron Mike Sharp. He was my favorite 80s jobber. Watch this match and check out his drop kick at 1 minute and 24 seconds. He gives us a link. It's dailymotion.com slash video slash x92llx underscore tugboat dash vs dash iron dash mike dash sharp underscore sport. Uh, spelled that out for everybody. We'll have to check it out. Mm-hmm. That's it for this week. Have a good one, and I'll be back next time. Well, let's pull it up. Fuck it. I'm not typing all that in. All right, fuck it. <laughs> it's 11 o'clock. I gotta be Later, up. Later, Jeeves. I gotta be up in six hours. All right, T Mac.
Oh, shit. Yep. Here's some three Let's do some three Ps each week. <laughs> T-Mac gives us three things to be oh, positive and oh. or patient about in the week of wrestling. T-Mac, P1, go. Uh, okay. I've said it nine million times, uh, but I don't know what's going to happen 100% in Royal Rumble. Yeah. So that's a positive. Positive. A positive. million percent that's a positive. Keep me guessing. Yep. I'm a black belt. I like it too. I'm looking forward to watching the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I am worried. I'm not going to like the inning, but, but we I don't, don't know, know what's going to happen. I'm a black belt in pro wrestling, and yeah. so is most of us. Yeah. And we don't know really what's going to happen a million yeah, percent. We're not a million percent sure of anything. Right. So that's P1. P1. All right, P2. P2 is a positive. Okay. And it's a little weird. I'm positive about the legends with Road Dog, the legends with JBL, the yeah. interview that he did with Road Dog, very, very good. Oh, I haven't seen it. Very good. Okay, I'm going to watch it. Very good. All right. It's totally Brian You're James. You're like adamant about yeah, this. Yeah, it's, it's totally Brian James, and he works well with JBL because they're friends. Right, and that motherfucker's been all over the wrestling world. Right, and he gets into it. Yeah. And he even was a Marine. Oh, really? And he gets into that. Okay. And he talks about his family being all wrestlers. Gotcha. It's great. So that's P2. That's awesome. awesome. That's what the network is for. Yeah, that's all a right. P2. And P3? P3 is a patient. patient. All right. And it's the Royal Rumble. Yeah. <laughs> because. We could wind I, up with fucking we could the League up, of Nations versus Randy Orton at oh Mania. Oh, my God. We could end up with Del Rio as the champ. Yeah. Del Rio yeah. loses to Kalisto and yeah. then wins the title fucking later that yeah, night. Yeah, and that's how they get over that feud because he's like, I don't need your puny title anymore. Yeah. Or and then King Barrett says. goes after it. No. So that's a that's a patient. Two positives, one patient. Oh, and going with the Royal Rumble thing, I love when you get to see on Raw – Brock Lesnar get beat up by the Wyatts. Get yeah, what I'm saying? I like where that could go. Well, I love when you get to see two storylines never talking or clashing clash at the All Rumble. All of a sudden, bam, right. Tyler Breeze and Luke Harper. Yeah. Stardust and Dean Ambrose. Yeah. Tyre, or Titus O'Neil and Xavier Woods. You know what I mean? Like, that's the funnest thing about the Gold Rumble. Goldust will be at the Rumble. And I bet you. Yeah, of course. I bet you. And I bet you he eliminates Stardust. I think they did that already. But I yeah. bet he does it, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. We're going to get out of here until next week. When Santino we will be in that episode. Oh, yeah. Episode, Jesus. Episode 131 next week. He's not, Jesus will not be in it. <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> hey, he teamed with Shawn Michaels taking on the McMahon's. <laughs> That's right. And the Undertaker. Yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to come back next week for episode 131 of the Spanish Announce Table, which you can always find on SpanishAnnounceTable.net. And in 2005, a man named Ronald McDonald actually robbed a Wendy's. <laughs> TrainingTopicsNetwork.com. I got the Peggy Sue beside me, the Colonel's in the back. I'm coming to your town in my pink Cadillac. I'm just a honky-tonk man.